Yes, sir. Time to crank up the big, the bottles, and the boom shakalakas, baby. I am the captain. We are the Sports Brew. And this is another one of those Freestyle Fridays. We're going to have a good time down here in the basement, getting into a little bit of sports. And God bless season two, the season two finale of The Mandalorian. Holy Toledo, dude. Uh, we are going to talk about that show tonight, so I'll try to drop some timestamps in the you know episode write-up. So if you have not watched it, number one, go ahead and watch that thing, man, seriously. But just if you haven't watched it and you're cranking up the podcast, just look at the timestamps and you'll know where you need to go to to avoid our Mandalorian discussion. So Because we're going to talk about it because we got to talk about it because that finale was incredible. But first and foremost, in the in the true spirit of Christmas, my friend that always believes in sharing is caring, and the gift that keeps on giving, I'm gonna rename him Rona Claus. That's right, the one and only Twitter Ronanator. <laughs> Thank you for the contact tracing alert, you bastard. <laughs> hey, at least, at least, yeah, Randy, I'll. I'll, I'll fill you in later, but I was made aware that um, a supervisor's spouse had come down with it, and uh, luckily I wear my mask and gloves at yeah. work. You know, actually, Shannon, I gave you the wrong song because, quite truthfully, oh, you did drop a bomb on me. That, that's a true story. <laughs> Mercifully, uh, apparently not that kind of bomb because we're a week removed from episode 300, and so far, so good. So far, so good, mm-hmm. my man. And, you know, uh, just, uh, you know, the old common courtesy. Yeah. I, 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 I prefer know. Todd's, you know, tap takeover reach around as opposed to the <laughs> Rona coaster. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey. if I if I got to dream a dream, but I think I'll I think I'll stick with the Todd flavor. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I, I hear you, bro. I hear you. But, you know. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a cunt. It's Christmas, you know. Trying to, you know, it is Christmas time. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks for that um, stocking stuffer, bro. Bruh. Thanks. I, I mean, I. I mean, it could be worse. I could not give you the heads up, and God forbid something happens. You're like, what the hell happened? No, no, no. It's the Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. No, like I was like, why is Shannon calling me on my commute home? I'm like driving home. Shannon's calling. I'm like, why is he calling me? Did he just listen to the podcast and he's laughing? He's like, oh, oh, oh let me call Justin. Nope. Hey, Justin. Uh, Rona exposure. Ah. Oh, Possible. Man. Possible. Well, yeah. Po- po- well, that's why it's called contact tracing. Right. You know what I mean? So, which is the responsible adult thing to do? And you know, look. Here, here's the reality. I work in an environment where I got to deal with I got to deal with people, but I'm super careful, right? And I know Shannon's really good. And one of the things when Shannon came over for episode 300, 300, I'm just gonna call it 300. When you came over, 300, for, baby. When you 300. came over for 300, we're having a discussion. It's like, look, man, you can't expect perfection out of people, but you know what you want to know is that if you're gonna spend any time with anybody, that they they take precautions and they do what you believe is the right thing, and you do, and I do, and. There you go. But it's a, it's another reminder that all it takes is one little opportunity and you could, you know. I, I feel like this is the line from, um, oh, shoot, what was that movie in 06, The Departed, mm. where Mark Wahlberg says, I'm the guy that does his job. You must be the other guy. You know, I feel, I feel like we're, the, we're, we're people that handle our business, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
mean, who knows? It may not have even been that person's fault. I mean, no, they, no, no. They could, they could, they, you know, they handled their business as far as I know. Yeah. And it could have been just a, you know, some, some <laughs> other person that screwed them over, I'll, which I'll, would screw us over. All I'm saying is, if you try to show up here at my house now, Shannon, nah, bro. <laughs> Get out the way. <laughs> Rona, bitch, get out the way. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, I'm just I kidding. I do, so, I do need to bring Muffin over to, well, we'll, we'll talk about that. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're due, we're due for an out, a, a socially distanced outside visit because we are responsible parties. Yes, we are. <laughs> no, it's all good, man. Uh, but look, uh, as always, look, last week was a ton of fun. Episode 300 was a blast. Lord knows if, if any any of y'all have actually listened to that episode and survived the whole thing, it was a gigantic bag of insanity, at least for the first two hours, probably three. It's completely, I mean, it was just completely ridiculous. That was, we were in rare form. We had a great time. We were dropping sound bites and references and making fun of each other and making fun of people. I mean, that, that was a hoot. Uh, that really was a, a great time, but uh, yeah, don't worry. We're not doing another, another four hour, you no. know, it, that, that's not the <laughs> deal tonight. No. Can't do it. Uh, <laughs> can't do it. Can't um, do it. Can't do it. I'm hoping we, you know, we get a, you know, kind of a normal two hour, hour and a half, two hour block, and that's enough for me tonight. Uh, so we can enjoy some football this weekend, and you know, and get onto some other things. But uh, episode three Hundo was a ton of fun. Um, Randy, I'm sorry that you don't remember half of it, but it really. <laughs> Could have been three quarters of it. I really can't figure out when I blacked out. <laughs> All I know is one of my favorite sound bites that came out of it is uh, this one. Let's, let's be I, honest. I love listening to Drunk Randy. He is so great, <laughs> dude. My man. Mark, how much fun is Randy when he's three? When he's three how much fun is Randy when he's three sheets to the wind in Vegas? <laughs> It's, it's quite entertaining, of course. <laughs> hey, I, I don't think hey, any look. 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 <laughs> he just. I, I don't think hey, any look. Look, <laughs> bro, you were three sheets to the wind, brother. You were like the only thing I knew how to say was "fuck off." I know um. <laughs> you, you, your your vocabulary was very limited, but that's okay. I mean, Shannon, look at look look at what Shannon was dealing with. Stop biting my ass, God damn it. <laughs> oh man. Man, that cat that cat would not stop biting my ass, man. No. Dude. No. It would not. Would I don't even know what this one is, but now I'm curious. Oh man. Three hundred brother. It's three hundred more. Three hundred more. Three hundred in the in the tank. And Randy on the floor. <laughs> Hashtag facts. <laughs> yeah, I didn't realize you guys were still recording when Penny texted you. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. We we have a dialogue and a discussion, and and uh, our we were up till about five in the morning, bro. Oh yeah, we, we went to sleep at five, man. That was a uh, that was a late night. Yeah, I didn't learn about that until uh, my buddy Jeff, who was listening to it and dying, um, so I said, so. Passed out on the floor, huh? I'm like, <laughs> and I'm, the thing is, I'm like, I told you that. <laughs> yeah, but it's on the podcast. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I look at Penny and I'm like, did you realize you were texting Justin while they were still recording? She's like, they were still recording? Yeah. <laughs> it's in the podcast. She's like, you're damn lucky I didn't take a fucking picture. 
<laughs> oh man. Next next time she gotta take a picture. What might be more appropriate? You two can have the discussion. Right. I'm not gonna be like, hey, take a picture next time. I want to see now. Next time I'll ask her. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. I was, I was gonna say last time I saw Randy was his 40th birthday like that. Yeah. So that that's that's rare form from my man right that was, there. That was rare form. It was rare form. It was episode 300. That's why you got that bag of craziness. Let's see what this one says. Oh, hold on. What might be more appropriate? That's right. Is some Kenny Loggins danger zone? Yeah. Uh, this episode brought to you by. <laughs> this episode brought to you by booze. <laughs> That was also file under hashtag facts. <laughs> oh, I mean, we we got all kinds of stuff. We got the uh, uh, Randy arguing about the keg stand face plant. We got what that got brought up. <laughs> yes, they got brought. Yeah, I forgot that. Yes. <laughs> we got the the Randy snort, which I played earlier. We got the the Sanford and Son drop. Let's be honest, folks. I'm drunk. That's yes, that's beside, readily apparent, Randy. Be, uh, besides the point, um, but the honest Randy thing, is uh, trashed, y'all. <laughs> trashed. <laughs> anyway, that's the last thing I remember saying. I'm not gonna anyway. lie, that's the last thing I remember saying. <laughs> oh. oh man, oh that was great. And then I, I think one of my absolute favorite things that we dropped in that episode. Uh, and this is dedicated to you, Whitfield. Whitfield had to go put on some yoga pants and take a picture of his camel toe. <laughs> <laughs> I still have no idea what that means, why I said it. I totally out of con. I have no clue, no clue. But that 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 was oh, holy Toledo. That was uh, <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, let's get Randy in here proper after giving after busted after giving Rona Claus the Twitter Ronanator some grief. And giving poor Randy some hell uh, for his uh, floor time, which, quite frankly, this is an appropriate song because you probably did need about five minutes alone. <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh man, what was, Dude, I... what, what what was the worst feeling? You falling down on the floor incapacitated, or watching your 49ers offense? fall down the floor and being incapacitated well, considering the fact i don't remember <laughs> falling uh so we can't really go that i didn't feel any pain i wasn't hurting or whatever you so wouldn't have felt any pain after crushing half the bottle bro <laughs> i said i was gonna get crunk i meant it i held to my word that's a but true story did. The hashtag facts i think the most frustrating thing about that game for me was <laughs> we kept shooting ourselves in the foot Oh, yeah, you did. You did. You did. Because the defense did everything it possibly could because it wasn't for the, you know, Washington football team's defense scoring two times. You know, Bro. who knows where that game would have gone. Chase Young was an absolute beast. Absolute beast. Forced fumble, picked up another fumble, ran in for a touchdown. Good gracious. I mean, that, let's that be fair. four is ridiculous. Yeah, well, they need to be. Oh, yeah. They they need to be. That was an incredible defensive effort out of the old football team. Because let's be honest, the offense sucked. <laughs> the offense is not good. And some well, of that no Gibson really hurt hurt that offense. Yes. Oh, not having Gibson is killer. Um, not having Gibson is absolutely killer. Uh, Peyton Barber's just a three yards in a cloud of fart kind of guy. McKissick is is good at what he is, but he's not. That is an every down back. No, he's no. not Gibson. 
No, Gibson was their complete back. They signed Lamar Miller. I don't know if he's going to get PT before the end of the season. Clearly, that's an indicator that don't expect to see Gibson for another couple of weeks. But turf toe, turf toe is a tough thing to recover from. And I would imagine Rivera will give him time to get right. Because look, it's going to be a tall order to beat Seattle. That's going to be a, that's going to be a tough deal. Now, can they do it? If their defense plays like they're capable of and what they've shown the past month, then yes, because they're, they're going to keep the game close. So yeah. it's possible. Uh, that being said, they're going to need a little bit more. They're going to need some better production out of the offense because you can't count on two defensive touchdowns in a game, right? I mean, that's just, that's not, I mean, that was wonderful to see. Randy, I'm sorry that that happened to y'all, except I'm not because it was the, the whiffs uh, dropping that on you. Um, but you can't count on that every week. I mean, there's just no way. All right, I know we watch the same show, Justin. When's the last time Washington had two touchdowns on defense in the same game? I, I couldn't tell you, brother. <laughs> 1997. Oh, that's a that's a throwback. Been a while. Oh, Ed, that's a long while, man. <clears throat> we do watch some of the same shows, so it's hard, it's hard to yeah. creep up trivia on each other. That's okay, though. Uh, no, I mean, they, they've done a great job. I mean... Since week 11, the football team's defense, they've allowed 14.3 points per game, 65 rush yards per game, and they've had eight takeaways. So they're top five in, in those categories. And, of course, they're, they, I mean, their record reflects that. They're 4-0. So, you know, again, I, Seattle is flawed. Let's not kid ourselves. But um, it's going to be a tall task to, to take them down. I, I don't know what to expect out of Haskins. Alex Smith is out. Uh, and I hope that that calf injury doesn't linger. But, I mean, that's, you know, his bad leg. So, he already has to deal with a drop foot issue. So, Dude, did you just go cranberries on us? What? Linger. Oh, my Lord. Did you really just pull a linger reference? Wow. I'm just saying, man. It's like... <clears throat> one of Shannon's favorite pastimes. Uh. True story. <laughs> <laughs> I will, I will say this, Justin. The, the nice thing about the next couple of weeks is for the for the Washington football team is yeah. that the Giants have to play Cleveland and Baltimore back-to-back. So yeah. even if they do falter against Seattle, there's a good chance the Giants are going to lose the next two games. Yeah, I, I would be shocked if, if they can beat Cleveland. I would, I would be shocked. And I certainly wouldn't think they're, they – Baltimore has to – they have to play up to try to get into the playoffs. Yeah. So they probably are going to have to win out. Strong possibility. I mean, obviously that's contingent on some other teams, but they need to win. The Giants need to win, but given all the pressure, I mean, Arizona was all over Dan- Daniel Jones, man. Dude. Holy Toledo. <clears throat> they were all that's, over that guy. Son Reddick, bro. Oh, Reddick. Have, a, have a day, my man. Uh, what do you have? Five sacks and like three forced fumbles? Yes. Right? I mean, good God. And I, I got to tell you, I'm surprised they, they brought Daniel Jones back that early. It was a week early. It, it probably. I, I, to be sick. honest, Colt McCoy wasn't going to fare much better. If that was the kind of protection they were giving the quarterback, it was going to be ugly. <laughs> yeah. um, they did not do a good job against that, that Arizona defense, man. That was that was tough sledding. That was just a rough game for mm. Jones all around. I, not a good game. I really, I really thought they should have given him another week. Well, it I was, was just, I, and I thought that before the game, I was like, yeah. I was like, it felt like they were rushing it back a little bit. 
I would imagine some of that is is kind of this playoff mindset, you know, thinking that they needed to do these things to or get him back if if he could do it to to, to come back in, right the ship, if you will. Right. But but they had won <clears> the <throat> week before, if I if I'm yeah, not mistaken. They, they had a nice streak going. It's just that was a, a hideous, that was a <laughs> heinous job of pass protection, and you give kudos to Arizona because Arizona has not looked good. I mean, they the struggle has been real for them too the past several weeks. So they needed a rebound game. The Giants gave it to them. Yeah. Um, but it serves me right for actually taking the Giants and pick them. Bad decision, clearly. Uh, and and we'll, we'll, we'll follow up on that game, I guess. But, yeah, I, I, what I'm curious about now is really what Philly does with Hurts under center. Mm. So, yes, the Seahawks game is going to be tough for the Wifts. And I think they, you know, Carolina's not great. Uh, and then they're going to close the year with Philly. And the past couple of weeks, we've really looked at it coming down to maybe the Giants and the Wifts. But if Hurts, if the Eagles respond to Hurts under center, and they certainly did against the Saints, okay? They certainly did. Then they might have, a, that last game might mean something. I, maybe. I, that game might get flexed to, the freaking Sunday night game. I it mean, could. it could be for the division, which is crazy mm-hmm. thinking about it. And, and it is. real quick, Al Michaels, please heal up, man. Oh, dude. Oh, Seriously. my God. Well, he, he was probably doing a podcast in the basement with a friend of his, man. That's probably what effed him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> too soon. Too soon. <laughs> Has, hashtag. T- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That was dirty. I'm sorry. Bro. I knew I was going to take some heat, but I had, you know, you got to let you guys know. Some heat? <laughs> I believe in miracles. <laughs> but uh, no, Al Michaels, man, look, let me let me tell you, I'm so disappointed to hear that SVP oh, and man. Al Michaels, you know, are, are, are and SVP lost his sense of taste and smell, man. I love SVP. I love that show. Oh, Obviously, don't best. don't know the dude, but I bet he is a lot of fun to hang out with. But I'm so disappointed to hear that both of those guys, you know, SVP is not going to be. Who knows? Hopefully. Um, he makes a quick recovery and it doesn't hammer him. But man, I'm going to be some kind of pissed if Rona takes out Al Michaels in 2020. No, can't do it. Can't no. can't do it, man. That's gonna no. that that would suck so much. I love that, Al Michaels, man. Yeah, Al Michaels, dude. I love that guy. Mm-hmm. He, he's Legend. one of the few on the air that will admit the uh, the lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it was kind of like that fourth wall back in the day, but you know he was one of those guys that would. Uh, I, I love Twitter on an Al Michaels game. Mm-hmm. They'll they'll be like, you know, Al's got a couple of bucks on this. <laughs> of course, <laughs> well, you know, you got you got to have a little action, keep it interesting, right? Right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Oh, that's um, that's underwhelming. Oh, that's overwhelming. Hmm. I love that quote on. Uh, uh, bad beats, man. Mm. Uh, I will say this, man. Like Philly with Hurts, him and Sanders were the first. I mean, depending on who got there first, first time Saints gave up a hundred yard rusher in the last fifty games. Really? Wow. 
Yeah, I didn't like, realize it had been. I didn't realize it had been that long for them. That's that's significant. The Saints' defense since Week Nine was number one in points per game, total yeah. yards per game, and takeaways. And Sanders and Hurts each got a hundred on the ground yeah. against them. Well, Sanders got what eighty-two on that one run. Yeah, and that <laughs> yeah, was their. But. By the way, longest play since 2000 when some guy named Brian Mitchell. No, oh, B. Mitch. B. Mitch, man. Yeah, B. I Mitch. Love me some Brian Mitchell, man. That's a. <clears throat> and I, I forgot he'd gone to Philly. I like. I knew he was yeah. uh, with Washington for a long time, yeah, but he, I, he I was with Philly for a while. Oh, and, and by the way, that you know, clearly a dedication for uh, Carson Wentz. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I figured you'd go uh, boys to men for him at this point. Well, it might be the end of the road in Philadelphia for him, but right now, he's certainly trash. No doubt about that. Yeah, he is. Uh, A couple of things that are fascinating about that. Uh, Number one, at at least in that game, and it's only one game, all right? So you don't necessarily know what what that means for the rest of the season. But some of the things that are really significant about Hurts under center is how the team responded to him. And yes, the Saints have, for the most part, I mean, been considered one of the better defenses in the league. So I don't know if that's some game planning. They didn't know what to expect. I mean, there's a lot of things that go into that. Maybe they weren't maybe they they weren't that worried about him. I don't know, man. But Philadelphia took him took him to task early in that game. I mean, the Saints closed it and <laughs> you had some opportunities. Well, I frankly should have had that onside kick. Right. I mean, they had some opportunities late. A little bit of luck with, you know, Fly Eagles Fly on the end of that one. But the, the Eagles did some nice things. I thought the team responded really well to Hurts. And one of the things that's super significant, particularly if we're talking about Wentz, right, is of the 14 pressures the Saints got on Hurts, none of those went for negative plays and no sacks. Wow. I mean that that's tremendous because Wentz was a bag of fail. Wentz was full BSE, dude. Um, the Eagles averaged six point three yards per play uh, under Hertz versus four point eight under Wentz. Four point eight, by the way, is the same number as the Bengals, and six point three is the average by the Packers. So think about what that means for what that team is doing from a production standpoint. Uh, yeah, maybe you go, oh, all right, finally he had a, he had one hundred sixty one hundred sixty seven yards passing, big deal. But he did have 160, uh, 106 yards running, and he didn't lose the game. Yep. Okay? He didn't lose the game. He helped them win the game. That offense was more functional. Again, it's one game, so it's just a slice. So things could change as teams prepare specifically for Hurts. Absolutely. I mean, God bless. Uh, Hurts made Alshon Jeffrey reappear. I mean, for real? Right? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I was like, Alshon Jeffrey got a touchdown. What? What the hell is that? Well, I think the big thing we have to take away is the game planning that Peterson did. The, you know, the difference between... They looked creative. Hitting. Yeah, exactly. You have a quarterback who is an athletic quarterback mm-hmm. versus Wentz, who's obviously his confidence is shot. Uh, he still doesn't seem to have fully recovered from his injury. Uh, and he just... Would make holding onto the ball way too long. Oh yeah, I, I, I loved one commentator talking about uh, Hertz just throwing the ball out of bounds. He's like, "Look, how great is this? He's under pressure. He just throws the ball away, so it doesn't. It's not a negative play. Yeah. <laughs> like if that's live to play another right? day. Yes, but they're, they're 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 like so excited over the fact he just throws the damn ball out of bounds. That's a sad statement for Car. You know what I mean when you think about what Carson Wentz was doing. 
I mean, how many interceptions and fumbles and no, all it, that? It was terrible. Sacks. It was terrible. I think the, the thing with Wentz is he put too much of it on himself and not enough on the team. He tried to just play hero ball every single down. And we know that unless you're someone like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, hero ball isn't exactly the best way to play all yeah. the time. I, I did laugh. I did see on Twitter that a lot of Philly fans were angry at Josh McDaniels. Um, because he turned down the Colts, and then the Colts took Frank Reich, and they were like, well, if Frank Reich were still here, Maybe. Carson should be playing better because he's a quarterback whisperer. Now, if Frank Reich would have gotten pinched by somebody else, you know what I mean? Yeah, oh, most I, definitely. Most definitely. I, I think so, yeah. but it, it just it just made me chuckle. Yeah. Did they finish their comments by eating some horse poop? I just, oh, just want to know. I still can't believe that happened. The Eagles fans. I, I, got, I got nothing, bro. I got <laughs> nothing for that one. Fucking yeah. Philly fans. So, I, <laughs> but, you know, again, I, I was surprised. I mean, I will say I was I was surprised. I, I thought the Saints were going to handle business uh, with so Taysom Hill in the defense. I, I had very low expectations for the Eagles and for Hurts. And, you know, I, the Saints closed the gap late, man. They, they made that one super interesting. But a win is a win, however you get it. Well, I mean, Hurts made the mistake. He tried to fight for a first down, and they, 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 what's the guy's name? Peanut Charles Tillman punched him. Oh, yeah, that, that guy punched that ball the out of there. Punch, yeah, yeah, yeah. He punched it out, and uh, instead of just holding the ball and letting the clock melt, um, milk, and yeah, he, that that's just one of those things. Like you just, it's your first start. You're trying to make some. You're trying to make a play, and that's when you just gotta just be solid and hang on to the ball. Yeah. And yes, I said ball. Yeah. It has, well, it that's why they always say, you know, cover up and slide. But ooh, hey is, now. That, is that a Trojan commercial? <laughs> it should. It should be. You said. <laughs> Two chicks at the same time, man. Just saying, hey, bro. Yeah, cover up and slide. <laughs> you still have the mustache ride sound bites? <laughs> wow. Sure he does. That's what you want? Great ass! <laughs> That's obviously what Kelly was thinking last week. Oh, uh, what's in the box? <laughs> I don't remember where the mustache ride is. I'm looking for it. I can it not fit t- one more thing inside of me. <laughs> don't taste me, bro. Hey, where are the white women at? Yikes. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> oh, that's Blazing Saddles right there. Of course it is. Mm-hmm. A movie that could not be made in today's day and age, which is a shame. V- uh, uh, no. <laughs> Nobody cares. Well, we care. We tell me how my ass tastes. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Callie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. By, by the way, I, I see that you brought another kitten home, Justin. I did. We did. And um, we did. I, I, uh, Callie actually called me on the phone. That's and, impressive. Uh, he did, and he 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 dropped a a famous soundbite on this show. He was like, "Who they they <laughs> adopted? Who they adopted? Who?" Oh, nice. I thought you were gonna be like, "Fuck them." 
Go Shannon. Fuck him. <laughs> well. Oh, yeah. Another cat. They drafted who? Who the fuck is this? <laughs> this cocksucker might not even have a fucking green card. Get the fuck out of here, you motherfucker. Are you sure who it wasn't Momo? This... <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Now, Momo, being a solo uh, a feral cat that kind of adopted us, uh, Momo was like looking at Callie and she got all bent and then she had sort of settled down and then we bring another cat home and she's like, how do you fuck that up? <laughs> how do you fuck that up? Solo cat, solo cat was not happy with the with the double cat edition, man. Hey, look, I had to laugh though, cause mm. Callie got Momo really good, cause Momo was outside with us on on one of those breaks, mm. and then just happened to walk towards the door, and Callie attacked the door and it scared the <laughs> shit out of Momo. <laughs> it was so yeah. funny. Mo- Momo's not used to that, man. Momo's used to like just coming in and just chilling, and and she's all fine, but uh, Callie wants to play. So I, I'm pretty sure we're going to name the new kitten Elsie, and we'll see how... Uh, so far, so good, but yeah. Good, good. So we're, <clears throat> we're doing the whole Hakuna Matata circle of life thing over here at our house these days. Anyway, before we get to that, let's go ahead and finish up this Eagles game. You have to give credit to Philadelphia. Uh, certainly exceeded the expectations in that game against the Saints, and some of that is, is, <clears throat> is A, what Philly has been, and B, what we thought the Saints were, okay? And I don't know if maybe they got a little too cute with Taysom Hill and what they were trying to do offensively, but they did rally up. Some of that may have just been, you know, being shell shocked early in that game with, with Philly balling out and showing up and hurts having a good game, you know, and, and yeah, you, you're right, Shannon. It, it is tough when the saints punched it out on hurts, you know, punched it out of his hands on a run and they recovered the fumble, but you know, you have to give kudos to the saints for fighting to get back into it, which I think is super important, particularly with where they're at right now. But, man, I, I just think at the end of the day, man, kudos to Philadelphia. And I don't like the Eagles, but kudos to Philadelphia for yeah. what they did because they looked like a far more competitive and a far more competent team. And, and you know, they've got injury issues too. But, yes, they do. you know, it's good to see for, for Hertz. I don't know yeah. how, how, how much pressure he feels, but to come in uh, with a season that looks like it's going down the crapper, for a season that looks like it's getting Lamar Jacksoned, you know what I'm saying? Uh, to, 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 to show up there and step up and play well and get the dub, and you know, depending on how they how how they play the next couple of weeks, man, it might come down to Washington and Philadelphia. Yeah, it's week uh, final game. So pretty wild. The other, the other big thing in that game, and and people probably don't pay too much attention to the special teams, but Lutz, he was over two on field goals, man. Brutal. Brutal. Very uncharacteristic of him. Very uncharacteristic. Unca- um, and that wasn't even the worst performance of the week. No, we, that, we, no. We, we'll get oh, to boy. that. We will. We'll get to that very shortly. Well, you, but... know, you know, it's a shame because uh, after Miles Sanders had that 82 yard touchdown run, uh, it was under 30 seconds to go. It was Eagles ball, second and 10 from their 47. Hertz took off, got a huge, huge run, got inside the Saints 30, took off again, got inside the 10. It's a 22, it's a 22 yard field goal, bro. And Elliot shanked it off the upright. Oh my gosh! I mean, I feel like this year has been heinous for kickers. 
Yeah. Not every kicker, but a Let's lot say, of kickers. Unless your name is Justin Tucker. Yeah. Well, even, even, I mean, it, it got him too, man. Yeah. He, got oh, the, it did. He, he got the Joe Buck announcer curse the other week. <laughs> yeah, you know, he did. I, I love that segment. Joe Buck's like, yeah, whatever. He's not going to miss a kick. And what does Justin Tucker do? Misses the damn kick. The kick. Yeah. So it just yeah, some of the field goal kicking has just been atrocious, man. Goskowski uh, that first week, boy, we we thought he was going to get cut. Yeah, but, uh, you know, credit to you know Tennessee coaching staff keeping him on there. Having, and, uh, well, they they had faith that he would correct that, but you know you can get away with that a little bit in the regular season. But man, if your kicker is kicking like that in the postseason, mm-mm. bruh. And that's the Chicago a, Bears know about that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Didn't, Double did, doink. Didn't their mascot like face plant on that or whatever that one time yes. that one year when they missed? Yeah. Yes. So and they, these are just that's the same team that thought Robbie Gold was done. Yeah. <laughs> well, at, clearly he's not. At least um, dumbass. Dumb dumbs. At least with Lutz, I mean, like he missed a a fifty seven yard field goal. Which those are a bitch to make. That's regardless. a beast, and some of that, you know, that's one of those. That's one of those moments where Taysom Hill took a bet. You know, what I mean, like he took a sack. It was a loss. Yeah. So, I, I hear you, man. But hey, you lost by three. He missed two field goals. At least make one of them. You go to OT. Yeah. Yeah. Well. Yeah. yeah in, in theory. In, in theory. theory. In theory. Because you know, sometimes the game plays out. You would expect. It would have played out you, differently. You, you can't yeah. necessarily assume the game plays out the same way right. if he makes one of those field goals or does not. But either way, missed field goals, you know, we talk about taking the points. We talk about taking the points. Mm-hmm. And there are times it pays to be aggressive or to be assertive. Like the Steelers like to go for two-point conversions, right? There are teams that like to do that stuff. But occasionally, just play smart, you know, football. smart, sound yes. football. Yep. Don't do what the Raiders did against the Chargers on Thursday night football when it's nearly, you know, two minutes left in the damn game. You're at essentially the freaking 20 yard line and you have your quarterback throw a, you know, in a pass play, which they don't need to do. And Mariota throws a ter- Marcus Mariato throws a crappy pass that gets picked. I still cannot believe. I still cannot believe that the ending of that game. That had to be one of the sloppiest, shittiest, most poorly coached ends of a football game I've ever seen in my life. And it was highly entertaining. But it was a de- it was a damn debacle. It was debacled, all right. Goodness gracious. That the end of that I, game. That, that was a Charger Raider game. That Charger went Charger, Raider went Raider. Raiders went Charger. Yeah, Raiders went charging. What are you talking about? When you think about it, that seems to be the theme for the Raiders this year is the beginning of the season. They were playing extremely well, and this back half, they've just they've been Oh, my horrible. God. Look, their defense is a mess. Uh, their defense is a mess. Yeah, they, I mean, they fired the D.C., and I think it's uh, – I, I love that rage face was the cause of the D.C. to get fired, by the yeah. way. Well, good, old, good old rage face. By the way, the Raiders lack a pass rush. I wonder if – if they kept someone and not traded them, if they would have a pass rush. Yeah, Khalil Mack might be helpful right about now. Maybe. Eh, More than likely. Eh, you know. I hope those two first-round picks are worth it. Not. Because <laughs> you know they're not. Well, you know what they're going to focus on in the offseason at this point. So. Uh, yeah. Defense? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Just a wee bit. Well, I mean, it is the Raiders, so don't, yeah. don't count your chickens. Yeah. 
Mm. I mean, like with uh, Darius Hayward Bay back in the day, because the dude was fast as hell and just couldn't <laughs> catch the ball to save his life. Yep. DHB man. Maryland Turpin. SCP. Yeah. Yes. That game, dude. That's a throwback. Nice pull, Justin. Right about now. I have not heard that in a long time. And I don't know that I need to hear it right now, so I'm going to stop that song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, oh, you know you're going to be playing that a few times tonight. Yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, Gruden can't even get the right damn hat on, right? <laughs> how, you, how you wearing an Oakland Raiders hat, bro? Come on, man. Oh, he's that, claiming that someone tricked him into wearing it. Is that your lucky hat? I mean, come on, man. We're in the wrong, we're in the wrong city up on that lid, bro. Come on, man. He don't care. It's a Raiders. No, he doesn't. He doesn't give a f. Um, and <laughs> he, you know, look, he got a hundred million coming this way. He don't right, care. He's all right. Uh, look, man. Uh, you know, uh, we're gonna give John Gruden deserves flack for the end of that game. Um, and Anthony Lynn, of course, deserves some grief. Not only for the end of that, not only for the end of that game against. No, they got the win. So good for the Chargers, right? Um, they got the win there, but. Like some of the shenanigans against the freaking Falcons, right? What was it running a, a draw on like third and short instead of like, like setting up for a field goal? I mean, just like, come on, man, come on, Anthony Lynn. I like you, dude, but some of this clock management and these game flow management things, you're just like, do you want to be fired? Like, what's going on, man? Like, come on, dude. Oh, just heinous and Herbert. Man, kudos to that kid. Uh, he was so that guy looked like he was elated when he finally got that touchdown at the end of that game against the Raiders. It was on the ground, like he. I just, mean, despite his so coach, sick. he won the game. I know. Despite his coach, they they won the I, game. I'll tell you, man. I kind of like the Chargers. <laughs> I, they they, they got to get rid of. Yeah, I know. I, that's a that's a choker right there. <clears throat> no, I um accidentally. Inhaled some of my Rod Gardner drink, so it. it, it Ooh. Know, I didn't mean Ooh. to, but I was drinking and I sort of burped, and so it's just all you know. We we <clears throat> saw the bong, bro. We know what you did. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I like some of the pieces that the Chargers have. I like Anthony Lynn, but hey, Das Boot, I, I would go after Eric Bieniemy as hard as I could if I'm the Chargers. I would offer him a ton. You got some damn good pieces to give him. You got some great pieces there offensively. Defensively, I mean, you got Bosa and Ingram right there ready to roll. Again, got some some nice pieces. And, uh, you know, uh, who's the kid that was injured in the preseason who's like a ridiculous good safety? Uh, James? Yes, Derwin James. Like, you got him coming up. He'll he'll come back. He'll be good. Thank you, Randy, because – I didn't even have that in my notes, and it just yeah. Came no, to my no head. there there is legitimately good upside with the Chargers, and, and so a lot of that is because of Herbert. But that is not a barren roster. They are not the New York Jets. You know what I mean? It, yeah, hundred percent. Right. And right. that's that's where I'm like, if I if I'm the Chargers, I'm I'm making a big run at the enemy mm-hmm. in the off season, and I'm going. You know, even if you have to offer him Gruden money, um. 
I, I like Anthony Lynn. I just I, the the clock management, man. Like, no, it, game flow and clock management have, oh have been brutal. Gosh. Have been brutal under I mean, them. Well, and, who do we used to say like the Andy Reid time management class or whatever? Yeah, like, just <clears throat> the Stan Newton suggestion box. I mean, you can't. No, it's just brutal. No. Some of those calls, man. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? And whether that's a matter of deference to an OC, you know, I'm not sure. But at the end of the day, you're the head coach, right? So if something doesn't look right, you you got you got to take that over, man. You got to override that thing. Uh, call it a day. It's just they have too much slop. They have too much slop, and you can certainly forgive some of the transgressions because it's a rookie quarterback, uh, and they've done some nice things. But there's enough body of work there. I'm going to be shocked if he survives. It's one thing he makes it to the end of the season, but I'm going to be really surprised if, if Lynn has this job next year. No, I don't think he does. And, and, and he shouldn't. Would, no, he shouldn't. And honestly, my first two calls would be the enemy. The enemy. Absolutely the enemy. And uh, what what's Sal, Salome? What's his last name, Brandon? Uh, the, the 49ers. Robert Sala. Yeah. Sala. Yeah. That, that's my first two calls. DC and uh, San Francisco. Yeah, well, yeah I, I would. I would think though that they they would want to pair him with the offensive guy. I mean, I, I think, and, that, and that's my thinking as well, Justin. Because <clears throat> yeah. like that, that, I mean, you got that quarterback that you got six overall, and he's he tied Baker Mayfield's rookie touchdown record in the fourteenth game. Yeah. Like, no, he he's balling, dude. Oh, uh, my man is balling, mm-hmm. and you're welcome, Shannon. Hey, I enjoyed Chubb this week, so. Whoa, hey now. That's a little personal, friend. I know, right? <laughs> hey. <laughs> it was Nick Chubb, damn it. Nick Chubb or Justin Herbert. That was the trade. I mean, <laughs> saying. <laughs> yeah, nice, <laughs> nice, ba- nice backpedal there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> We'll, we'll have to ask Todd if that's hard to handle. I'm not sure. Goodness gracious. <laughs> Dude, Todd was cracking me up with his text messages. Oh, bro. Todd, we love you, man. That was great. It was. Yeah. I'm glad we, I'm glad we could ruin your shower. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god bless anyway <laughs> oh man all right which game where were we in that game i think we were i think we were just tangent jumping again <laughs> uh, we, were. We, we were basically going over the debacle of just the uh, dumbass calls between both coaches, basically. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, just... yeah that, no, I, I I, think you've seen enough stuff over the course of the season. It's thanks for the memories, Lynn, but uh, if you believe Herbert is the answer, which he appears to be, and you want to build a team around him, which they need to do, you have a window while he's on that rookie contract. They've got enough pieces on defense, offense, running backs, etc., Health obviously factors into that, but the Chargers should be a very attractive job because they can spend around uh, Herbert for the time being before they got to pay him big time. I mean, that's that's a great thing to walk into. Yeah, 
And, I mean, LA is a nice place, nice climate. Yeah. Uh, nice stadium. Yeah, they they they're crazy. That they, yeah. If they if they don't, uh, and I, I hate I hate I hate to say to fire somebody, but um, if, if you try and get to a Super Bowl, I, I would say the enemy is probably your guy. To, I, I I'd, I'd love to see the enemy get a crack at it, and um, I, and who knows? There might be some other people, and it's not to take away from uh, Salah. Uh, you know, he he certainly I believe has earned you know a crack at an NFL job too, but. I just don't know that that's I, I would want to necessarily pair him with Herbert, but no. you never know. I mean, you you never know. I mean, think about what Harbaugh did in Baltimore. I was a special teams coach, right? I mean, he's done a great job in Baltimore. So, but you also have to look at his family too. That are, they are, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of them of are great, are good coaches. Of course, of course. Um, I think with Salah, you you he would need to be paired with a good OC. Um, you pair him with a good OC, he brings that fire and energy that he has on the sidelines yeah. and brings to the team as a DC. As a and he does it as a head coach, I, yeah. you're going to see a pretty uh, fired up physical team, which wherever he goes, if he gets a gets a crack at a job. Yeah, uh, I would say, you know, and I, not trying to diss him, but if I'm the Jets, I mean that's one of my calls because I'm, I'm giving well, I'm not look, I get you, but you know if you. And they'll probably end up firing their general manager too. Oh, the Jets? Oh, they probably fire, they ought to fire everybody. They got fired. Um, everybody. Start a new. Yeah, well, you know, see, that's the thing though. If a team, if a team is, you know, in Crapsville, right? Sometimes that defensive guy, team rah rah guy, is what you want because you have to you have to reestablish your baseline. Yeah. And your identity, right? Uh, I mean, that's what Rivera has done in, you know, with, with the yeah. whiffs is that's a team that has issues offensively now some of that is obviously you know injury issues but they you know they drafted who they drafted chase young and they're mm-hmm. you know they have changed their identity and they've changed their culture they've worked actively toward that over the course of the season but you get a defensive guy to rebaseline the team and a good defense a, a good or great defense masks a lot of deficiencies as trent dilfer that was an all-time great defense but oh, you know, yeah. defense travels, and if you if if nothing else, if you can rebuild your defense and get an attitude there, it can help you make up for a young or inexperienced or you know quarterback that that needs time to grow. Particularly if you can protect them with a defense and a run game. Yeah, you know, I mean, and that's what the, the, I mean. Uh, that hell, that's what the Steelers did with Big Ben early on. That's what uh, Harbaugh did with the Niners. Yes, yeah. So we saw last year with the Niners. Yep. I mean, Big Ben rarely threw early on in his career. It was always run or had had to build confidence, safe passes, and well, he's back to some safe passes these days, right? <laughs> but yes, yeah. for, for Washington, I mean, you got to figure between Rivera and Jack Del Rio, both solid defensive-minded coaches, yes, who command respect to the team, and but and just. You know, you got, and they're both on the same page. That that helps so much just to get the team yeah. to buy into what they're selling. Yeah, I mean, and again, we talked about it a bit last week. Um, is just the growth over the course of the season, and whether that's buy-in, understanding the system, executing with it, whatever. There's a lot of variables that go into that, but they clearly acquired some defensive talent. Sweat has really grown into a nice player. Uh, Chase Young has done a phenomenal job as a rookie. Bostic has done a good job. Uh, Cameron Curl has done a great job. It's just their identity has morphed into a defensive unit. 
uh, which they need. It's going to keep them in games. And then, quite frankly, uh, if there's no Alex Smith and they got to go back, well, they had to go back to Dwayne Haskins in that last game. That's a little bit bumpy. Um, but, you know, I'll give the 49ers credit for, um, you know, playing them tough. It's just all that, all those turnovers killed them, which I'm happy about, you know, that. But the, turno- yeah. the turnovers killed them. <laughs> turnovers killed them. And I, I don't know that there's a whole bunch you could have done about some of the turnovers, but like that one, you know, I, when, I mean, when the ball gets popped out and Chase Young picks it up and runs back, I mean, what are you going to do? Right? That, Very true. That, that's a tough one. That was an incredible play by Chase. But that throw that Mullins made was atrociously bad. I don't remember who the target was. I, I don't, And I think it was in the third quarter. Maybe in the fourth. I think it was the third, though. Uh, and that throw from Mullins was just awful. And I don't know who he was. Oh, the one that doinked off of Ayuk's hands and got batted in the air. Uh, no, I mean this one went right to Cameron Curl. He that's the one where oh, he had that the pick was six. that was the uh, he was trying to do a quick pass to uh, Juice Check and he Hardy cut up field because he thought Mullins was going to try to take off running. Yeah, I mean it, miscommunication, bad route, whatever. I mean that that was terribly executed, and Cam, I mean Cameron Curl made him pay the price on that one. I mean, yeah. that, that was, that was ugly. Good for me. Yeah. Bad for you. Well, it pretty much ended any potential playoff hope we may have had uh, the way I look at it. That's kind of, uh, that was it. That was, uh, that we needed that game we probably needed to win out or at least win majority of them to have a shot at the playoffs. Very, we've had to beat the Cardinals, which I don't think we would have done anyway, but. Well, I mean, y'all can probably handle the Cowboys this weekend. One would hope. I would hope. I would think we're, I don't know, uh, probably maybe a lot of Jeff Wilson. Well, a lot of anybody that can run. Because if <laughs> Lord knows, you can run on the Cowboys. And uh, they might they might want to, you know, kind of have the Bucks, you know, kind of cut down on the number of pass attempts with Tom Brady. Uh, I would say the 49ers might want to cut down on the number of pass attempts from Mullins. Not, not, the, not that the Cowboys have a great defense. They do not. But if they can just pound the rock and run all over them, Hell yeah, go for it. So and the, the thing that's frustrating with Mullins is when you look at like his actual starts combined mm-hmm. uh, for his throughout his career, his numbers are actually surprisingly good. It's just he makes too many damn mistakes. Yeah, well, it's like he's trying to play hero ball all the time, and it's just like play within the system. Is this year two, three, or four for him? Three, oh, I believe. Three, yeah. Yeah, that's enough time in the league that some of those things, if you haven't figured that out yet, you might not. I get you went to you went to the same college that Brett Favre did. Doesn't mean you have to try to be Brett Favre. <laughs> Brett hey man, Favre is Brett Favre. <laughs> Go Brett Favre. Uh, look, man, you got you got to throw it. You know, no risk it, no biscuit. Come on, man, don't be hating. But no, I, I, I enjoyed that. And you know, it's funny, the past couple of weeks, I've really had to try to avoid, speaking of spoilers, I really had to avoid commentary. I meant to tell you guys uh, this last week, and I did not, but uh, when the, uh, the Redskins, when the Whiffs played the Steelers, I had avoided everything. So I didn't know what was happening, because I was, I don't know, two hours behind. We had family stuff, man, so it was like dinner, kids, bath, bed, so like, I'm, we're juggling all that stuff. So I watched part of the game, then I stopped. Then I watched part of the game, then I stopped. Then I watched part of the game, then I stopped. So anyway, I ended up being fairly significantly behind because I was pausing it while we were doing other stuff. And I had avoided everything. I felt really good about it. And I said, uh, 
I said, all right, I'm going to go ahead, you know, I'm going to watch this game. And out of habit, man, my watch vibrates. I rotate my wrist. I did not mean to do it. And, oh, no. And E actually texted me, hey, man, nice victory. And I was like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it no. sucked, man. Oh, Be- whoops. Yeah, because it, it was at a point in the game where, it, you know, it, it looked like the Steelers were still going to win that. So the, I was like, man. And against the 49ers, I ended up getting behind again. I started it. I think we started. I started it late, but either way, you know, bounce around with family stuff, household stuff, kid stuff. Uh, I end up being very. I'm, I'm out of sync with the game, and so uh, a friend of mine, uh, Randy Jesse, gave me a call, and I sent him straight to voicemail because I thought he was calling me about the game. So he called me. I was like, "Boop!" Straight to voicemail. Then he texted me. He's like, "Man, straight to voicemail. That's messed up, dude." <laughs> and I wrote him back. <laughs> I wrote him back. I was like, "Man." The game last week got ruined for me. I didn't know if you were calling me about the football game, so I'm just, uh, you know, I'll follow up with you once I watch it, <laughs> not live. And, and he kind of chuckled, and then he was okay with it. But anyway, so, yeah, past couple of weeks, man, tough sledding on the DVR front with the asynchronous sports enjoyment. Has not gone my way. Has not gone my way. That was not the way. That was not the way. I did like, uh, as far as as the whiffs and the 49ers game, in the post-game presser, I liked how somebody was asking Chase Young what his mom would think of the fumble recovery touchdown. And he was like, you want to ask her? And he ends up, he, he's like, she's on the phone right here. And he holds his phone up. He's got his mom on, like, FaceTime. And so, <laughs> yeah. And so then the, then the mom's talking to the reporters. I thought it was hilarious, man. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah, I thought it was great. I can't believe I missed that. Yeah, that that was that was nice. That was nice. That was a hoot. But can't yeah. wait to see him on the Campbell's Chunky Soup commercials next oh, year. Oh, uh, they're going. They're going to have. They're, they're going to have. Yeah, they're going to have them in the soup commercials, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So kudos to the Eagles. Kudos to the Redskins. Er, the whiffs. Uh, no kudos to the Giants. You deserve zero kudos. I don't zero know what zero point zero zero point zero. I don't know what y'all deserve, uh, but Hassan Reddick beat y'all's asses, man. Five sacks, three forced fumbles, and he had a strip sack of Colt McCoy to essentially finish that game. So, good so are are you but, saying that anus. Hassan Reddick was a wrecking ball, dude? Shannon, that's a bold choice. That's a bold choice. But yes, Hassan Reddick, I think it's safe to say. By the way, I hit that, I clicked that one time after pulling that up on YouTube. I cannot believe I hit the right spot. My man. (laughs) Just saying, I know you've done it in the past, so I figured you would have that one down. 40 seconds. That's where you got to hit that. It's 40 seconds. Yeah. <laughs> You're cracking me up the past couple of weeks with your, uh, like, you, you drop these subtle hints about something. And sometimes I can get them. Sometimes, sometimes you know, we <laughs> we have to bounce around. Sometimes they're not so subtle. Yeah, sometimes not so subtle. No, that that's ha- hashtag facts. But <laughs> I do appreciate that. Because, you know, way back in the day, can't believe we're essentially eight years in with this. Um, you were like, wow. you were like, I, I don't know about the music, man. You know what I mean? I don't. I, I got to paraphrase. I'm, just, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make up some words for you. But it, you weren't. You, you didn't drop a lot of song references, and now, now, like you've, you've morphed into like Rando's song pull guy. 
So hey, that's what I do. Could, what be rando? Rando song pool guy, rando soundbite guy. Yes. Yeah. You know. It, it felt, we, it, we we do talk to each other in like movie yes. quotes. Mm -hmm. We we do do that. Yes. And yes, I said do do. You <laughs> you you did say do do. <laughs> uh, and my my daughter, well, both my kids would love the fact that you just said do do, and they would then go on a, a probably about a ten minute uh, rant. Well, not a rant, but ten minutes of tangent jumping where they would go around and probably smack us in the butt and call us doo doo they they would they would love it that that's where i'm at in life i got a 4 year old and a 6 year old man they're just crap obsessed <laughs> so do they like to sing the favorite song of that so age they'd group? probably like Miley Cyrus actually since they're so crap obsessed i probably need to get them Lamar Jackson jerseys for christmas <laughs> true story i heard he sent you a christmas card oh yeah <laughs> I got a I got a Christmas card from Lamar Jackson. Except he he I think there was a typo because it said uh, "Merry Clenchmas." Kind of threw me off, man. Uh, uh, I had the cramp. I had cramps. I had cramps. I cramped up. Don't yeah. don't don't worry, Lamar Jackson. We also wish you a, a Merry Clenchmas. It's okay. We are definitely glad that in that game that you were able to to clench your way off the field and go ahead and. Let it go appropriately in the locker room. Believe us, we're very happy for you here at the Sports Brew. I mean, man, when you gotta go, you gotta go, bro. When it's Ain't your that. when it's time, man, it's time. But I was surprised how long it took him to get back out on the field. So clearly, he he was having an issue clearing that out and shaking it off in the locker room. You know what I'm saying? Was, I mean, he was sitting there on that toilet saying, "Let me poop. Let right, me dude. poop." <laughs> I didn't think I didn't know we were going to get to the Browns and the well. Neither did Lamar Jackson, to be honest. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't know this game was going to come up now. But you know what? The hell? Why not? Yes, that's Mary Clinchmas. <laughs> Mary Clinchmas. <laughs> oh, you know. Honestly, he, it was just it was just funny because they're like, well, he went to the locker room with a undisclosed injury, and you see him running down. <laughs> which he should really shouldn't have Bro. been running that that clinch game must have been strong if he was running the oh, locker room. Uh, you know yeah his, his, his <laughs> i have done that walk before okay we we all have nope. done that walk i used we to really i have. used to walk home from school every person watching that broadcast has done that yes. walk. that's how you know man that's how you know i mean he yo that's some clenching he may have had some cramps from clenching but <laughs> he was clenching and I love how the interviewer—they're like, "Oh, how, you know that injury that you were having when you had to go off." He's like, "Oh yeah, man, I I, I feel great now." And I'm like, "I bet you do." Uh, yeah, <laughs> I feel great. I feel great. Yeah, man. I I love this. I love this in the po in the post game presser, man. Check this out. I was cramping. I ain't putting Paul Pierce. I didn't put Paul Pierce. I, I was cramping. Yeah, but you didn't pull a Paul Pierce. I was cramping. I, by the way, for anybody that's too young to remember, Paul Pierce, man, in the 2008 NBA Finals. Ends up going off on a in, in a wheelchair, right? That dude needed to take a crap. He didn't have to go. He didn't have to get the wheelchair involved. Come on, man! Act like your legs all hurt. Just go take a dump, dude. <laughs> so theatric, dude. Unless, unless <laughs> he had actually let it go, 
then maybe he did need the wheelchair. I mean, now to be fair, the, the Celtics, those uniforms were white, so he did have to be extra careful because you know what I'm that's saying? What, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, you, you know, like... You, you can't uh, prevent you, that shark from happening? Yeah, it, it's, it's it's not like the Cleveland Browns uniforms. You can get away with it. I'm surprised Mark Schlereth didn't play for the Browns at some point as much as that... <laughs> All the stuff that dude leaked out of his body. Oh gosh, his <laughs> stories are amazing. Yeah, yes, no, it, it it really is. By the way, make make a nice Deadpool reference. He's a smart one. He wore the brown pants. <laughs> <laughs> True story. I didn't pull a Paul. Let me tell you, Twitter had an absolute. Well, everybody had a field day making fun of Lamar Jackson. Instagram, Twitter, and, whatever. And, and, yeah. It was, yeah. Insert your social media flavor du jour. And they just totally, I mean, they went to town on that. Uh, Hey, look, that ended up being, it was an incredible finish. I don't think the entire game was fantastic, but that was a very compelling second half, and that was an incredible fourth quarter. That was an incredible fourth quarter. You got a lot of drama. You got a lot of points. You got a lot of Herculean efforts, and you had Lamar Jackson disappearing to Paul Pierce out of poop. Are you kidding me? It was absolutely, wait, you know what? Hold on. Let me scroll up. What were those fart songs we were doing last week? Oh, no. Oh, man. Anaconda. Oh, well, there's definitely that one. Oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Anaconda fart. Believe me, that will pull it. Oh, look, there it is. Oh, he just the oh here you go. It, it's Splitsville. <laughs> you know, as he was running down, running through the locker room, every little step, that's what was happening. <laughs> I like how RG three shared the meme. Uh, it was is when DK Metcalf chased down um, Buda Baker, right on that yeah. on that interception, and so Buda Baker has the caption that says Browns lead. And DK Metcalf has Lamar after pooping. <laughs> I can't believe RG3. That was great, dude. That was great, man. That was great. Look, look. Uh, we actually found, not only did we have, uh, you know, I, I got my Christmas card from Lamar. That we, we wish you a Merry Clenchmas. Uh, but uh, we actually found a, a, a new opportunity for him. Yeah, new opportunity. For, yeah, man. This, this is fantastic, dude. Who knew? Who knew that this could set up this well for Lamar Jackson? Okay, and and look, don't forget the Ravens are the former Cleveland Browns. So, you know, you talk about taking the Browns to the Super Bowl. <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, shot some Brown down. Oh, Shannon shot some Brown down. Down the, down the tank, bro. Whoa. That is. Oh. Round. original like 20 episodes oh brother here we that go is I, just, OG. I just added that to the i just added that to the list man hell it's a mystical oh yeah that man. is some og right there that's shot some brown down the tank, tank. <laughs> i can't believe we just had a <laughs> mystical drop wow that's extra old school, but okay. So a, a bidet company, a bidet company called Tushy Bidet, a personal hygiene company. Uh, clearly, they have a bit of a sense of humor. They sent the uh, they sent Lamar Jackson a letter with an offer of a free bidet to give your butt the clean it deserves, and then they sent the letter 
to members of the media. Obviously, it's a publicity deal, of course. Uh, and uh, Lamar Jackson and his legal team um, went after him and, and said that they, they were unlawfully using Lamar Jackson's name. Oh, and my trade. gosh. And it's like, look, dude, uh, by the time you become the subject of, of poop jokes on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and, and crap chat. Oh, I mean, Snapchat. But by the time all those things are happening, man, yo, it's out there. Uh, you, you know, it's just the way that it happens. But I did, I heard an ad on the radio the other day, and I got to tell you, I thought it was actually a spoof. I thought this was made up. And clearly there's a cross-brand, you know, a cross-promotional opportunity here for Lamar Jackson. Because instead of having that issue in-game, in-game, there is a golden opportunity here, Right? For Lamar Jackson to get regular, all right, to get regular and and knock this out at a more appropriate time of day. This is a real radio ad, by the way. I don't know if you've ever heard it, but you're gonna hear it now. So here you go. Tried fiber, laxatives, probiotics, and nothing worked. I'm Dr. Rick. Poop fix works because of its breakthrough ingredients. It means a gentle, clean, and easy poop first thing in the morning. The easy Lamar Jackson, you need that. You need that first thing in the morning, not first thing in the third, fourth quarter. Okay, bro. Easiest way to a slimmer waist by reducing bloating fast. My patient Kayla. Sometimes it was all liquidy or hard chunks. Then I gotta carry that stink around all day. Poop Whoa. fix every morning like clockwork. Well, yeah, an easy, perfect poop. Wow. Do the poopfix.com challenge at poopfix.com. That's poopfix.com. <laughs> That's a real website. Poopfix dot com they I'm have just a saying man like last week i got the jackpot getting the poop like a champion cereal so i don't <laughs> know man maybe he just needs to have his uh did you eat some of it yet not yet he needs his plaque <laughs> poop like a champion <laughs> so, so what you're trying to tell me is is that lamar jackson's uh, legal team poo-pooed the idea <laughs> uh, look i just want to know if, if he adopted a kitten this week as well is it named splat the cat i'm just saying <laughs> fair question I mean, if he adopts a dog, is it a bullshit? <laughs> or a Shih Tzu? <laughs> oh, hey! Shih Tzu, hey now. yeah! If he, did he go out for Chinese and have the poo-poo platter? I mean, where are we going? <laughs> <laughs> where, friends, where are we going with this? <laughs> I, I don't know. The question is, do we really want to know? <laughs> Not really. I didn't think so. Uh, you know the shitty situation all right oh my lord (laughs) this deserves this deserves songs better with farts to come back here hold on (laughs) true story like how a single word can make a heart open i might only have one match but i can make an explosion <laughs> Shannon, how did they get that recorded from your bathroom? I have no idea, bro. <laughs> you know what? It, it's nice to know. It's nice to know that Lamar Jackson appreciates the uh, po- the pop culture references we make here in the sports brew, and that he was so willing to go salt and pepper. 
Oh god. <laughs> oh no. Just saying. <laughs> oh lord. I don't know. If he was cramping that bad, he wouldn't have had to do much of that at all. <laughs> Crust in the wind, that one was, man. Crust in the wind. Just saying. <laughs> we can go back to mystical. <laughs> Shot some brown, shot some browns down the tank, Dude, man. That is OG worthy Damn. on this podcast. Shot some brown down the tank. Like a thief in the night that'll slide your draws off. I always right. remember, I always remember that line from Mystical, dude. My man. Mm -hmm. Shot some brown down the tank. <laughs> shot some brown down the tank. I right. mean the tank. It also answers. It all. I mean, let, let's be honest. It also answers McVeigh's question. And also, don't be the guy that takes his shit in the porta potties. All right, I, I I went in there, I about threw up. All right, have a little bit more uh, social awareness. That's to take a piss. Don't take a shit in the porta potties. All right. Somebody <laughs> sitting in the porta potty. Lamar Jackson. We gotta start putting the camera on the porta potty. See who's sitting there. <laughs> Hey. So good, so good, so good, so good. Oh, oh my god, goodness. I love that. And <clears throat> I don't know. Should I say? Should I save the song for later? I need to make a new drink. Knock out the song and then let's take a break. <sighs> We've come this far. Might as well just finish it off. Well, yeah, that's what she said. Hey now, you know. <laughs> 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 My gosh. <laughs> I kind of feel like I need a new drink for this, though. <laughs> Honestly. Just saying. Because <laughs> we need to talk about the Browns game. The Browns-Ravens game. And we need the song drop, and we're at a buck fifteen, so yeah, it, yeah. Let's let's do that. Let, let, let's take a break, and then come back and spend some more time with Browns Ravens, and then we need our Christmas mashup. And Lord knows we're going to talk more about butts and nuts and farts. And uh, let's be honest, it, it's us. This is the Christmas special, but we're probably getting some coal in our stockings for <laughs> all the random poop references. All right. I, I will say this. When we come back from break, we do need to do the salute o'clock in a tribute. We do. So we'll do that, and then we'll come back to all this nonsense. Okay, we can do that. We can do that. We can do that. Because I, I need I need a refresh if I'm going to do a salute o'clock. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Absolutely. Yeah. I need a refresh for a salute o'clock. So let's do that. Let's take a quick break. We're trying to be a little bit more efficient than we were. Last week, we were not efficient. We were fun, but we were not efficient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's, What's this word efficient? I, I've never heard it before. Uh, well, I mean, when you start the podcast off with shots, 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 you you know it's going to be a boo a doozy, right? Or a boozy. It was a boo yeah. it was a boozy doozy. That's for sure. Yes, that, that yes, no doubt there. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. All right, uh, keywords of sports and brew. As always, you, find, you can find us on the, our home feed on Podbean. 
certainly iTunes, Stitcher Radio, LiveSportsCaster.com, and some other services that read off of the feed as well. Again, keyword sports and brew. You love sports, you love brew. Hopefully you somehow, for some strange reason, put up with our crap. <laughs> get some, literally. Uh, yeah. Literally. And figuratively. And, uh, you know, I, I mean, come on, man. Just have some fun. Why not? What the hell? Anyway, we're going to take a quick break, refresh our beverages, and we'll be right back. And uh, maybe I'll play some more sound bites to make fun of Randy for being drunk last week. But maybe, maybe. I'm not sure, but maybe. Uh, and then we're also going to get some more stuff with this Browns and the Ravens game. At yeah. least he owned it. Oh, he, he did. He did. Randy, you were a great sport about it, by the way. Uh, I don't think you had much of a choice, but you were a great sport about it. And yes, next time we're going to ask Penny for pictures. <laughs> It might be well, epi- that, that next time might not be till uh, episode 400. I was going to say we'll that see. that might be episode 400. Might be. And we have to talk about the damn Mandalorian. So, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. That's where we did. That, yeah, here we go. Look, salute clock, shots, Browns, Ravens, some NFL cleanup. Giannis gets paid. Good for him. Well, we don't really need to say much other than that. Yeah, uh, whatever. It's a ridiculous contract. Oh, it's a huge contract. But I, I, I'm happy for Milwaukee. And he had a tweet somebody dug up. I think it was from 2017, I think. And it said loyalty was in his DNA. So I hope that they're able to deliver. It's a big contract. But, I mean, it, you know, if you're a small market team, to be able to keep a guy like that, it's incredible. That, that's a huge gift for them. Although I, I that's do, a huge gift for the NBA, yeah, too. Although, clearly, if they could, uh, you know, go share and turn back time, uh, I don't think they would have. Uh, who was it? Mal- uh, Brogdon? Should've oh, re- Malcolm Brogdon. Should have resigned that dude. Yeah, should have resigned that dude. Yeah, that was that, a bad, uh, that's bad decision. That was a bad, that was a bad decision, y'all. So good decision getting Giannis signed, sealed, and delivered. But anyway, uh, we'll take a break. We'll be right back, and uh, yeah, we'll have a little fun. Hit that other stuff. Hit the Mandalorian and wrap up and get the hell out of here. And we'll see if we can deliver some more laughs to Jeff along the way. You're welcome. <laughs> You're welcome. Fuckface. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, no, no. He'd probably appreciate being called Cunty McFuckface or something like that. <laughs> wow. Cunty McFuckface. I don't know if that's quite in the same like echelon as as, as Golf McGolferson and uh, Tennis McBobby or whatever we called them, but Cunty Terms Mc... of Endearment. Yeah, ter- Terms of Endearment with Cunty McFuckface. There you go. That's, that's... <laughs> that's for you. That's for you, Jeff. All right. We'll be back in a minute. <laughs> Yes, sir. I had to stretch our legs for a couple of minutes, but we are back for segment two of this fine Freestyle Friday. Uh, or as Jeff likes to call it, an effort Friday. <laughs> also, I, 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 I did I, indeed call it that. Last week, it certainly was an effort Friday. That was uh, one of my favorite comments ever, Jeff. Thank you. No, oh, Man, I tell you what, when Shannon rolled up here with a bottle of Blanton's, I knew, I knew it was it was going to get real. <laughs> <laughs> Because it's uh, you know, generally at MacGuffin. Now, I will tell you, I, I like beer, but you know, I love mixed drinks, and and I have no issues doing good liquor straight. I like I, I don't want to do straight, you know, crap liquor. I'm not interested. In, I'm not trying to be like, give me that aristocrap on the ice, you know, <laughs> oh, on, on the rocks. No, yeah, I'm not doing that, that. That just brings up some Vegas memories right there. <laughs> yeah, bad stuff, man. Bad stuff. But uh, I have no qualms. I, I enjoy liquor. Okay, poking a front liquor and a rear. No, I'm just kidding. That's Whitfield. <laughs> Um, (laughs) (laughs) 
Click it or stick it. Click it or stick it. Er, I mean, click it or ticket. Um, <laughs> click it or stick it. Oh, my God. Cover and slide. Cover, and, cover up and slide. <laughs> cover up and slide. Oh, no. Uh, what was it that Todd loved? The belly button's not the clit. Is that what you <laughs> Yeah. Oh, that was incredible, Shannon. That was that was that, that was. I was saucy. I don't even remember the context of that one, but damn, it it doesn't even matter. It was absolutely. It was gold. It was Ooh. it was absolutely glorious. But uh, anyway, we're gonna knock out a saluted clock, <laughs> and then get back on the stick with a couple of things, and you know have a little bit of fun, and then shut this thing down. But. Uh, look, I'm an enjoy <laughs> salute o'clock, gentlemen. I am enjoying a mighty fine dogfish head 60 minute IPA, which I love these. Mm. And I've gotten back on the stick with those uh, as of late. And then, and it's cold enough now, like I can go out on my lunch break and I stop at the convenience store and buy a six pack and leave it in the car. You know what I mean? Because when it's winter time, your car is a refrigerator. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty much. It's great. It's great. So it saves me the, the after work trip. Uh, and then I'm also having a uh, Jack Jack Daniels and Mexicoke. And this is uh, Numero Trace. So we're probably about to enter that prime time period where Todd loves to listen to us, where we talk less about sports and more about stupidity. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Anywho, uh, so yeah, I got the, the Dog Present 60 and then the, the Jack and Coke. And I just mixed up a fresh one. Mmm. That is good stuff, friends. That is good stuff. Shannon, what you got, brother? Dude, I rocked earlier with the uh, Hardywood Memos Mean Cobbler. Was that and, your last uh, one? It's my next to last one. Ah, all right. Uh, so I, I'm I'm just gonna just chill out for the rest of this night on the Legend Oktoberfest. Uh, it's probably it's my last one. So. Oh man. Yeah. You're finishing stuff off there, brother. Yeah, so I'm knocking some stuff off the list, and I've I got my complete GBS set this week. So quality over the next few months, I'll be knocking out the uh, big boy GBS. Good call, man. Good call, Randy. What you got, bro? I am currently enjoying a Hardywood Christmas morning. Oh, and let me tell you that that about did so me good. in last week it wasn't the liquor that got me it was that that damn <laughs> christmas morning that what was that is that a bourbon barrel christmas i don't know oh, the man. kentucky christmas morning the, gotcha. the kentucky christmas morning man that thing was woo. that thing was robust though oh it's so man. good though oh. oh my lord it's robust but good god it's so good sorry randy go ahead well it is if time permits i'm gonna be cracking open a uh, gingerbread stout well, nice. I like and, it. Uh, look, if, if if Tom, you know, per shits for Lamar Jackson, then Tom will permit ah! for you. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, if I chug the rest of this beer, then yeah, there would be. But I can make an explosion. I mean, all I know is that person had to change their draws after that thing, man. <laughs> like, or they, oh, hopefully they wore the brown jeans. You know, usually you call it like a pop filter, but that sounds more like a plop filter that they had to have on the mic. You know uh, that's I mean? about right, yeah. <laughs> Hope they weren't using one ply. <laughs> no. Can't do it. Can't do it. No single ply. Can't do it. No. Uh, no. A, a single ply would not contain that, that shark. Got to no. double it up, man. <laughs> Speaking Sh of single ply, share square. Share square. That's what we definitely got the other, that, that uh, Monday night game. What single? Oh, hold on, hold on. I hold know. On. I'm just saying when we get back to that. <clears throat> oh, when? 
When? Oh, well, where do we want to go first? No, we we, we, we finish off the slew clock. We we gotta oh. finish it out. Oh Justin. yeah, you know what? You know what? I'm gonna raise a glass. I'm gonna raise a glass to uh, my dog Blue, who's on the uh, 18th hole, as they would say. I adopted her in 2005. She was about 14 to 18 months old, and so she's she's floating around that old 16, 17 range, and she's been a great dog. Had a hell of a life, and we're we're just on the struggle bus these days. So uh, we're right at the end, and and I'm gonna see if I can get through Christmas, and and then go from there. But uh, want to raise a glass, all the pet owners out there. Look, I mean, if you don't love animals, you don't have pets, man. You don't get it. But for people that love their dogs and and love their cats, and you know your animals are part of your family, this is the real tough part, man. Once you're walking them up to the Rainbow Bridge. Um, and you have to say goodbye because it's, it's hard to do. Um, I had a real tough time with my Husky, Roxy, who, who died in 2012, and uh, which I can't believe it's that long ago. It's um, crazy. I know. It, it's wild. And she was around 17. And, um, you know, that, that, was, that was a real hard. That was like my first like dog that I adopted that was like mine. You know what I mean? Like as an adult. And she was great, riding around in the riding around in cars with her and all that stuff. But you know, uh, blue 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 has been a great dog. And when she was young, she was ridiculous. She could jump up and get over a six foot fence. And I lived in uh, uh, Carytown, <clears throat> which uh, residential, but there's some uh, small businesses mixed in, so it's kind of like this commercial residential kind of zone. And she would get out, and she would just she would just get up over the fence, man. Jump up, get her front front legs over it, climb over it, off she would go. And she found this hairdresser, and the hairdresser liked her. You know, and blue is unusual. She is very she, she's a blue Merle Australian Shepherd, so she's kind of like a blue and gray and black. She's very a very distinctive looking dog. And she made friends with a hairdresser, so she would break out and go go to him. And one time. They had her, and they gave her a hamburger <laughs> from McDonald's. And I said, look, y'all, you, you made a friend for life, and she's going to break out and come back to you every time now, right? <laughs> I was like, you can't do that, man. Uh, and she did. She she would, she would, you know, I had to be real careful because if I left her in the backyard, man, she'd get bored, and she'd go gallivanting out off to the, to the hairstylist, to the hairdresser, and get a cheeseburger. But I, you know, I think back to uh, that period of my life when I, when I got her, uh, my mom needed some help with some stuff around the house, and so I picked her up and I was gonna take her to Lowe's, and so she wanted to get a toilet seat. She has a kind of a bathroom that is blue, and so she wanted to pick up a blue toilet seat. Well, we were on the way to Lowe's, and on the way to Lowe's there happened to be the Richmond SPCA, so we stopped at the Richmond SPCA. And we went in and we're looking at cats and looking at dogs and we're just walking around. I don't know why she wanted to go in that day, but we did go in that day. And there was this dog that was just like a pogo stick, just a jumping bean, just acting a total fool. And um, I just saw her and, I, and and she was so unusual looking with her markings and her, and her color. And she was so spastic and so bananas that I was just drawn to her. So we went out for a blue toilet seat and I came home with a dog named Blue. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> which is, is still ridiculous in retrospect. And she's been great. And we've done, uh, you know, road trips and boat trips and she's been a good swimmer. She's played with the Frisbee. She, you know, I mean, she's just been a fun dog and it's real tough being on the, the last stretch with her 
where her body's failing her and her organs are failing her and yeah, it's just tough. And for all the pet owners out there, you know, th- this is the stretch and you know, they say the price of life is death and you know, that's where we're at. And, uh, so I wanted to take a moment and just, <laughs> and just, and just say thank you to blue for being part of my life and sharing as much of my life as she has. And it's, it's crazy to think about the period of my life that that dog is covered from 2005 to 2020. She's been through an ex-wife, a new wife, a couple of kids, a couple of houses, a couple of jobs, a couple of college degrees, <laughs> three college degrees, a, a lot of friends, a lot of changes, a lot of growth, and just a lot of life. And she's been part of that. And she's been a wonderful dog. Uh, there have been things that she's done that's driven me nuts, <laughs> for sure. Oh, Barky McBarkerson. Oh, Barky McBarkerson. There have certainly been times she's driven me absolutely bananas. But uh, she's been a great dog, and it's going to be really hard to say goodbye. So I'm going to raise a glass in Blue's honor tonight. Mm. You know, and I was going to say all of us have probably – dog sat or puppy sat blue or you know people been over to your house for a party and you know just think of all the lives that she's come across and yeah you know we've you know we enjoyed having her over a number of times and her maybe not as much the last time (laughs) you know little little accident prone at the end man there there were a couple accidents but i mean (laughs) you know she she was an asshole one day and ran off from me and i didn't realize she could run i'm like really dog really (laughs) this will be an asshole to me one more time just for fun (laughs) that's what you get (laughs) oh no but she was she was really cute with muffet a couple times like had a little couple play play fights and muffin muffin was very good she was very gentle with her because she yeah. she could kind of tell that she was kind of not her normal self mm-hmm. and um blue was very sweet to muffin because muffin's getting some uh, things over her eyes that are kind of making her lose her sight so she would go over and lick them and check on muffin so you know they're they're two old friends that honestly of all the friends muffins had you know blues the last one living you know and circle of life man circle of life buddy and uh, you know blue god i love that dog man she's such a sweetheart she's been a great dog man she has been she's been a great dog and you know i told myself uh roxy really had a a tough end uh Tough end. I mean, I swear to swear to God, that dog waited. Sarah was out of town, and that dog would not. That dog would not die until Sarah nope. got home. Man, she would not do it. And uh, you know, I I don't know how I don't know how the very end of this is going to go with Blue, but um, it becomes a quality of life discussion, and and I just I don't know how how far I can push her. I think she's you know she's 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 lived. You know what I mean? She's she's done her work. She's she's done her work. She's played the game. She's done all the stuff, and and we're there. And it's just that I hate this. I hate this part so much, man. Because <laughs> you love them and you don't want to let them go. You know you don't. You you know you have to, but you you you, you just struggle with actually doing it. And uh, that that's where we're at. But I just 
you know, uh, we've adopted a couple of kittens recently, and, and we did that in part for the kids. And then uh, I told Sarah the house would, was just going to be really empty without, you know what I mean? It was just going to be really empty without Blue. Yeah. And I wanted, I wanted the kids to ex- have the experience with having a, you know, uh, bringing a new animal into the house, and because I wasn't sure how they would take, you know, where we're at with Blue. Uh, and I'm not interested in hiding it from them. Uh, I'm not going to do that. And we'll have, and we'll have a age you know, appropriate kind of discussion about death and, um, your, you know, what you do as a pet owner when you love your animals and it's time to say goodbye. But I feel like we're very much doing the circle of life thing, man. We got like the, the little itty bitty new kittens. And then we have our grandma senior citizen dog that's on the struggle bus, <laughs> you know, but, but she's lit. She's lived a great, she's lived a good life, man. She's lived a good, she's lived a good life. She has. And, uh, it's just, you know, it's just, it's, it's a bitter, it's a bitter part, man. And, um, you know, I, I know there's plenty of people that are like, whatever, it's an animal who cares, just do what I, and it's like, that's just not how I look at it, but no, I struggle, I struggle with that. And, and it's just hard and it sucks that it's right around Christmas, but I looked at it like I'm off for the next couple of weeks. We can do a couple of things. And we did a lot of trips this summer because we knew this was coming. So we, took her to the beach and I got some wonderful photos of her. I have some wonderful photos of her on the beach and I'll, I'll post those. I hadn't posted them yet. Um, but I'll, <clears throat> I'll post those and, uh, I'll do a little album for her. Uh, but you know, Shannon, you were on, we're on the same page. We were thinking about it. And, uh, <laughs> so as we raise a glass and take a sip and pour one out a little proactively, cause blue is still here. <laughs> Uh, not for very much longer, unfortunately, but Blue is still here. But uh, you and I kind of chuckled on the same page. Hey, look, man, year eight, episode 300. We went old school last week, and it's a different kind, but we're going old school this week, too. Look, please don't beat yourself up over this thing. It's just not your fault. Damn it, Blue is old. That's what old people do. They die. Sorry. All we are is dust in the wind oh, 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 oh. You're my boy, Blue! You're my boy, Blue! You're my boy. That's right. You're my boy, Blue. Mm. You're my boy, Blue. Slightly cleaner version of Dust of the Wind instead of Will Ferrell yes. screeching around right there. I <laughs> 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 sounded like Crappy Oki Night, but. Crappy <laughs> good, old, good old Crappy Oki, man. Yeah. Uh, drunken Crappy Oki. Yeah, drunk cra- drunk, drunk cra- Crappy Oki, that's for sure. Anyway, all that's sad. But. I mean, and I'll share one of the memories I had with her that was, I remember, I think it was around New Year's, you just, you guys decided to go out, I think it was like right before, yeah, I don't think, um, I don't think Logan had been born yet, mm-hmm. and you guys decided to go out of town for New Year's, and Penny and I were house-sitting, tell you what, that dog loves to hog the bed, <laughs> I'm sitting there, I'm sitting there just like, dude, I need some covers, what are you doing, and dogs, Blue's right in the middle, just like, nah, we're good, <laughs> Yeah. I'm like this bed is not big enough for the three of us here. 
Blue's, Blue's like, yeah, I know. Blue's like, I don't care. I'm getting in the middle. You are warm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's three in the morning, and I got to go to the take a shit, and it's uh, fucking 30, 30 degrees out. Yep, let's do it. Let me wake Thanks. you up. Let's go. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What well, was fun? Um, yeah, I know she she hasn't been able to uh, she hasn't been able to deal with stairs very well for a while, so she hasn't slept. You know, she used to come upstairs and she would sleep on our bed or at our feet or whatever. And she just—it's just too hard on her these days. She can't do it. But <laughs> we've traded some dog sitting duties over the years, Shannon. So oh, yes. um, there were times we had Muffin, Muffin, and Blue, and Lord knows that that was a pair when they were both high motor. Holy oh, crap, man! Oh my gosh, bro! Oh, they would run and run and run and run and run and run and play and play and play and play and play and play. You're like, oh my god, did they? Did they, I've heard of salt licks. Was there a sugar lick around here somewhere? What are these animals on, man? What are they doing? Dude, man. Uh, they had, Those uh, girls would I know. get after it. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. But anyway, th- there were times we had Muffin, and those two dogs would essentially kind of fight over who got to sleep where on the bed. And, and, <laughs> and you know, you, like Sarah and I would be trying to go to sleep, and the dogs couldn't quite sort it out between them. So one would jump up, and then they would get down. Then both would jump up, then walk on our feet. <laughs> walk on us then they would jump down then it would jump up i mean they would just went all over the place and um so they would eventually figure it out and you'd be asleep in the bed and you'd have a dog on your head and a dog on your gut a dog on your butt a dog on your leg you know it was like it was like playing a game of twister with a with a whole bunch of extra legs and some you know some fur randomly showing up in places you weren't expecting and not at a furry convention but um <laughs> you know, and then, <laughs> and then you get like random kisses at odd times of the night, which depending on the kind of dream you're having, it's really weird to wake up to a dog licking your face. So, you know, <laughs> but yeah, they were buddies. So it, it's, it's, it's going to be tough. It's going to be tough, but certainly I was blessed to have her and it's going to be hard to say goodbye, but I, I'm going to walk her up to the rainbow bridge shortly and we'll, uh, we'll just raise a glass and and celebrate the time that we did share and the memories that we did make and all the fun that we did have and she's been a great dog and i'm gonna miss her i love her we all are Mm -hmm. we love you blue salute to blue salute salute well i can't say that was the uh happiest segment there (laughs) Yeah, but we had to do it. I know it. It it's all it, brother. It's all good. It's all good. All right. Now we do need to, to bat a little bit of cleanup and uh, just kind of wrap up with a couple of things. Uh, Thanks, Lamar. Jeez. Yeah. God. <laughs> the hell, man. <laughs> mm. Gotta clean up more shit. Tell yeah, you. Well. Yeah, I love that segue, you know. That's very nice. That's very nice. <laughs> oh my gosh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, and uh, obviously that segue leads into the easily our, our single ply defense because clearly there was no defense on Monday Night Football. <laughs> Not in the fourth quarter there didn't seem to be. Hell no, there wasn't. You get long-term payments, but you need cash now. I, I, I don't, I don't know, but I think Lamar Jackson... 
I think wasn't Lamar... much defense on that ship either, man. No, Lamar. look, man. <laughs> I don't know about needing cash now, but I know Lamar Jackson had to drop some ass now. I know that for sure. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so, so, Shannon, do you think oh, when he got in there, he said, pull my finger before he just dropped his load? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, trainer, pull Whoa. my finger. No. I'm Jesus. <laughs> Whoa, not the sound bite I thought it was. All right. Oh, God. Hold on. Oh, my goodness. As, you as, just as made he, me think of a as, scene. Look, as he was doing the clinch waddle, do you think he was like... Getting, getting, getting down there, man. I tell you, he looked pretty intense in, the, in some of that locker room footage. He can claim he wasn't pulling a Paul Pierce. I'm just saying, uh, you know. Uh, but look, the game ends up finishing 47-42. It was the third highest scoring Monday Night Football game in history. Uh, you got to go back to uh, <laughs> the other two, uh, the Rams-Chiefs shootout in 2018, which was 54-51. to And uh, there was a Packers, I think it was Packers-Redskins in 1983 that was 48-47. to So, uh, you know, again, the game in total, all, all of it wasn't fantastic, but it got very compelling in the second half, and then it got very dramatic at the end. Uh, and, and that was really tremendous. Really tremendous. Look, the teams had non-rushing touchdowns. It's top for the most in NFL history. And the last time it happened, 1922. Wow. Speaking of old school, since we were dropping You're My Boy Blue references, that was also old school. 35 points in a very wild fourth quarter. Uh, Justin Tucker's 55-yard field goal with two seconds left. And, of course... The game ends on a completely ridiculous safety uh, during a bunch of uh, hope and prayer shenanigans going on, you know, going going on out there. But it was a fun watch late. Don't get me wrong. It was that was a very compelling, very entertaining game uh, for a lot of good reasons. If you love if, if you love big plays and big moments and clutching up, uh, not clenching up. I mean, Lamar Jackson did that, too, but clutching up and delivering in big moments. Uh, you got that, whether it's, you know, Mayfield hitting Higgins for the 21-yard touchdown or as the Browns are closing in, Mayfield taking off on third and goal and running it in for the score to make it 35-34. I think they did a two-point conversion on that play. but Yeah, because it went through Kareem Hunt's hands and then uh, yes. Peoples-Jones. Yeah, yeah Peoples-Jones brought it in. Yeah, that was pretty wild for it to bounce. And, you know, uh, they were still able to get that. It was pretty fantastic. Um, that was a tough break, obviously with McSorley going down, but you know, out <laughs> trots out Lamar Jackson, man, ready to go. I, it, he had to be feeling fresh after pinching off a loaf, man. Look, I'm not going to lie. We're not going to lie. I mean, lie. how can you not? Right. I mean, I'm just saying you got more, you got more energy. You feel better. Yeah, yeah, you're man. just like, Oh, I'm good Luke, to go. If you were bloated, you feel, <laughs> you feel a lot light. Well, did you notice he actually started throwing the ball a lot better after that too? It wasn't the way he wasn't clenching up. You know, of course he felt better. But I mean, Jeez. does anybody know who would have been the quarterback that would have had to come in if he hadn't come back in? Would it have been the, an emergency quarterback? Be since I would think so. I don't I know think, who their emergency quarterback is. Because if memory serves me correctly, RG three was out, and if McSorley had just gone down with an injury and he hadn't come back look, out when even he did, if, look, even if RG three's in, he's out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. That should that that. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, finish it. That shit did sail. That that shit has sailed. Um, uh, yes. <laughs> I just I just sent you another. Uh, uh, oh God! What Lamar is Jackson scene from uh, National Lampoon's Van Wilder? Oh Lord! What is oh, this? God. <laughs> <laughs> I think you know where I'm going with this, Randy. <sighs> Richard, you didn't tell me you were a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Not that you had to. Richard! Oh, I was just talking about you. Hey, surprise, I'm on your oral exam board. Hey, look, come on in here. I want you to meet your future alumni. <laughs> no, come on, this is a great time. Look, it's Richard! Finished his written exam in only 20 minutes. This kid is a dynamo. Richard, I want you to meet Dr. Stern. Dr. Fine. It's a pleasure to meet you, Mr. Bag. I've heard a lot about you. Dr. Brown. These orals are something of a formality. We just want to get to know you. <laughs> and Dr. Smelnick. <laughs> Richard, is there something you want to say? You look like you want to get something out, son. Oh, my God! <laughs> This is a live looking at the Ravens locker room. I'm bleeding. Oh my god. <laughs> I I've never seen that. That is absolutely ridiculous. Shane, where did you get that footage from the Ravens locker room? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I figured only the Jets had locker room footage like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, you can't know. believe you haven't seen Van Wilder before. I have not. But that was some poo. Poo shake shake the room. That's, that's what that was, man. That's nasty. Yeah. That's nasty. Shannon, why'd you send me that? That's disgusting. It is. I'm kind of surprised he didn't send anyone from Dumb and Dumber. Oh, he might. It, it's early. Well, it's early that on. was the other one I was thinking of, but this one crossed my mind first. Oh. Thanks. Thanks, McGuffin. I you're think. welcome. Hey, you're welcome. <laughs> For fuck's sake, McGuffin. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I could have also gone Finch from American Pie when he had yeah, the. Uh, that's true. You could have done that. Hashtag yeah. facts. The battleships from uh, Harold Kumar go to White Castle. Yes. Battleships. Yes. Yep. Look at us coming up with the poop references from all these movies. Oh, the movie I mean, that Justin didn't really like any <clears throat> by the way. Well, some of these I haven't seen, but I mean, like. Well, you didn't really. You weren't a fan of Harold and Kumar. I was not. I, th I think I needed to, you know, either be really drunk or, or like medicate, medicinally enhanced. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I think people hyped it up a little too much for you. Yeah. That 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 was one of those movies where, uh, I yeah, I, so many people glossed it up. It was it it just I don't know. I I would imagine if I some of those comedies, I just have to be in the right mindset or else I don't enjoy them. Right. You know. That's all. And I think it throws people because I like, I really enjoy stupid humor and like fart jokes and all this dumb stuff. Um, I enjoy all that, but uh, I, I don't know. That's just how it goes, man. Maybe, maybe what we need is is one of those days where we're just hanging out and it's a couple of us 
right? And I guess, you know, 2021, when we have some normalcy and we can hang out and actually be in person, uh, and we can watch it and have some beers and laugh, and then and maybe it'll – That, that would more. be a fun day. That, that, that oh, would... yeah, most most definitely. You, you know what You know what I also want to watch together? Because I, I know Randy will super enjoy it. Very, very Christmassy. You know what, Shannon? I take it back. Justin, for fuck's sake. <laughs> Shannon, I told, you, I told you last week he was going to get it. And he didn't get it last week, so he had to get it this week. <laughs> it, it is the Christmas episode after all, so it yes, fits. It, it, it does. It does. That hashtag facts. <laughs> oh, man. Good stuff. All right. Whoa. Settle down there, fascinating Ada. Oh, you got to let that go, man. Well, th- that that's a soundbite. I don't know where that one's going to go. So I was going to pull it up. I thought you were playing the song. That's what she no, said? No, no, no. Hey, now. <laughs> Whoa. Slow your roll, gents. Here we go. I almost hit that right. <laughs> Hashtag, that's what she said. Take a tip from Rona Claus. Shannon, you fucker. Someone it, needs to send that to Sweet Potato Hitler. <laughs> Dude, you know what, though? I, I'm waiting on the three ghosts to go visit that motherfucker. Or go visit, you know, any of those dudes in Congress. Oh, my God. Where go, are the three ghosts going to go visit them dudes? to get Go ghost sharts. Ghost poops. <laughs> I don't know, dude. Bunch uh, of cunts. It, it, what was that? Uh, God, what movie was Bill Murray in? Which one? Scrooge. The Scrooge. Well, Christmas, that is that is a classic Christmas movie specifically. I thought in in conversational context you would have that. Yeah. Uh, Scrooge. Yeah, there you go. I need to watch that. Yeah, I've not seen that in a long time, man. Lots of hunts. Well, think, yes, that that's true. I was gonna say I think AMC has it every so few days oh my god that's got that's got to be on one of the streaming services though netflix hulu hbo max amazon come on somebody's got to have scrooged somebody you would think but somebody yeah and if not that's total trash just saying just have scrooged agreed agreed definitely not wrong so I, I gotta admit I don't feel as snappy as I did last week, but I think it's weighing heavy. I think the blue stuff's weighing a little bit heavy on me. So 
If it's understandable. I'm, if I'm not yeah, as understandable. If I'm not as funny or as at you know as snappy or any of those things, man. Forgive me, y'all. Fuck 'em. I'm just saying. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Fuck 'em. I'm just saying. You know. Fuck 'em all. <laughs> give, me, give me a break. Hey. <laughs> all, all you can do is do it live, my man. You can just do it live. It's okay. Well, I, I can't do it. Okay. We'll do it live. Okay. <laughs> we'll, no. we'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can. I'll write it and we'll do it live. Right. Fucking thing sucks. <laughs> he must be talking about 2020. I swear to God. Yeah. So, uh, so we we already talked about you know years ago we had the we wish you a merry Christmas. We had that yes. one for Robert Griffin III. Back when he was at, when he was ascending, before it all crashed and burned in a complete barrage of fail. Ironically, uh, Washington plays Seattle this week. Uh, yes, as a matter of fact. Uh, <laughs> we'll see how that goes. Mm. Who knows? Maybe, the, he'll, maybe someone will throw a shoe and get a penalty. Dude, LSU, what is wrong with y'all, man? Come on. No, 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 Florida. Oh, I know. It's the LSU Florida game, but it's LSU. Yes, LSU. LSU. That is, that is correct. But Florida, what is wrong with y'all? That is that is one of the stupidest penalties I think I've ever seen in my life. I mean, really, mm-hmm. really, because it, uh, it, it was third down, man. What was it like, third and twelve, third and ten? Third and I long, mean, yeah. And they got the stop, and this this kid, I, I don't know, he what? just lost his mind, like. You're getting the ball back for your offense for your quarterback, who's a Heisman Trophy candidate. Come on, to go, man! To go win the game on Senior Night, and you grab a dude's shoe and just launch it like you're not going to get an unsportsmanlike penalty called on you. Like just stupid. That was incredibly. The inc- hell are you thinking, man? Dumb. I've seen a lot of dumb stuff, and Lord knows, in the world of sports, you see a lot of stupidity. That was a special level. After the play, unsportsmanlike conduct, number 11 of the defense, throwing the LSU player's shoe 20 yards down the field. <laughs> it was number three, not number 11. He got the, he got the wrong number up in there. But hey, kid, guess who's writing the pine next game? <laughs> yeah. Guess who just lost their scholarship? And, and, and what's the like? What's the number one? You you have the LSU. You know you got the shoe throw, and then LSU they end up making a fifty-seven yard field goal, dude. Amazing, man! Can the Vikings get that kicker? Jesus! I mean, if he wants to go pro, I think they'd sign him this week. Yeah, they might. By, by the way, th- this is a really, really, really old school reference. Here. What? So from back in the day, we, mm-hmm. we had fun with this kid's name because because of the last name Johnson. So the LSU quarterback is Max Johnson. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> as, he, as he was known by his father, his father named him Maximus Johnson. Hmm. As a you know, tongue in cheek, ha ha. Yeah. I named my son Maximus Johnson. He is the son of former NFL quarterback Brad, Brad Johnson. Johnson. Yep. And we had a good laugh of that way back in the day, like 2012, 2013 time frame. We Vintage. had a good laugh over that name. And this kid is now 
playing at LSU. Like that's how old this podcast is. <laughs> I, 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 found, I I laughed when I saw it. I was like, Max Johnson. Like I remember the name. I was like, like I know we talked about this kid, and they're like, great. yeah, son of quarterback Brad Johnson. I was like, oh my god, like. Holy cow. They were in the stands. Yeah, they were in the stands, man. And, yeah, like, we... we, Go ahead. I was like, think about it. To play play quarterback for Division I school, you have to have a Max Johnson, too. (laughs) Hey, yeah. I still think of the beach trip we took this summer where the... um, uh, One of the ladies that we were with uh, had never heard of Big Johnson shirts. And so... (laughs) We spent like a whole evening looking up Big Johnson t-shirts and showing them to her. Uh, oh my goodness! She, she remembered like co-ed naked, all those, but she didn't. Remember oh, okay. the, she didn't remember the Big Johnson shirts, man. That was hilarious. So, uh, if anybody listening is like, "What do you mean Big Johnson shirts?" Well, number one, that sounds like a personal problem. Whitfield, yes. uh, Whitfield can probably give you some recommendations. Oh, but oh, that's very righty then. Um, but. <laughs> Ooh, they make a cream for that man, but uh, <laughs> but the big Johnson shirts are they're they're tongue in cheek, they're stupid as hell, but they're funny. And when we were in high school, they were all the rage. Oh, so, I yeah. mean, they're 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 stupid, they're sophomoric, they're moronic, but they're funny. Like I can't imagine wearing any of that stuff as you know. At the point, at the point of life that I'm in, there's no, there's like I can't imagine wearing one of those things. But as a kid, we thought they were righteous, and so you saw a ton of those things. Coed naked, this Big Johnson shirts that that was the rage. I mean, there's tons of them. There, I mean, you can just get lost in Google image searches for Big Johnson shirts. It's really a riot. Uh, speaking of names, uh, I don't know if if, if uh, Shannon may have heard of this one, Randy. I don't know if you did, but. Uh, there's a third-generation football standout and his <laughs> quarterback, and he has an absolutely incredible name. A D1 prospect. His name, General Booty. What? <laughs> <laughs> his name is General Axel Booty. Yes, General Booty. He's a D1 quarterback prospect, quote, the latest in a long line of football players in the Booty family. His uncle, John David Booty, gained notoriety as a starting quarterback for USC. Yep. Yep. I remember that. Yep. Oh, yeah. I do remember that guy. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. So, Booty's father, Abram, had a fascination with the Army growing up, uh, according to the Dallas Morning News. So, he made the decision that if he had a son one day, he'd name him General. And so, that's what... He did third generation. So his grandfather Johnny was a uh, ended up playing at Arkansas and Mississippi State, and then Abram, which is General's father. You got John David. So you got Josh, Abram, John David, and Jake. Josh was named a U.S. USA Today All American in 1993. Let's see. Abram played wide receiver at LSU. Had a brief stint with the Browns in NFL. John David won two Rose Bowls at USC. And Jake was an all-state quarterback in high school. So, General Booty. That is an incredible name. That's an incredible name. Yeah. Damn impressive. <laughs> that's funny. I, I had not heard that, that. that. That's a first, no doubt, in my mind. I've never heard anybody have a name General in 
at all. He, he has a future, if nothing else, with Shaq and the general. Uh, maybe he can do it. He can <laughs> fill, he can fill in. I'm just saying for <laughs> for those insurance spots. Uh, side note, Shannon, after uh, Florida ate it uh, against LSU, were you surprised it only dropped one spot to seven? Yeah, that that um. So here here's the interesting thing. Once the ACC realized that they had their championship game, they axed this mm-hmm. past weekend's games for Clemson and Notre Dame. They so did. You guys take the week off. Guaranteed he wouldn't lose. Guaranteed they wouldn't lose. And then said, you guys are going to face off. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe the SEC did not do the same for Bama and Florida. I I, I honestly. Would it help Florida? Of, for sure. I mean, I mean Florida's got two losses, so even if they do beat Bama, they're not going to leapfrog Texas A&M because Texas A&M's only lost once. And they beat Florida head-to-head. Yeah. So, I don't know. ACC has played this well. The Big Ten, of course, reneged on their six-game thing. Oh, no. Look, Ohio State played six games, and we got to back out of that one. No, they're like, nah, y'all are in the championship game. Of course. Um, of course, Duh. I don't know how that would have worked out if Indiana's starting quarterback had been healthy. I don't know. Don't know how that would have worked out. I mean, even if they had said, "Oh, you're not eligible," the playoff committee still probably would have had Notre Dame in regardless. Or excuse me, Ohio, Ohio State? State in in regardless. Yeah. I mean, your top four at this point: Bama, Notre Dame, Clemson, Ohio State. Yeah. Even if Clemson were to beat Notre Dame, I don't think that top four changes. No. I, no. I think these I think they've had their minds made up since day one of who's getting into this. Yeah, playoff. maybe there's a tiny fraction of a chance if Clemson loses a second time to Notre Dame. Maybe. But I I it, doubt it, it. If Clemson loses a second time, I think Texas AM's gonna slip up into that top if it, four. If it, if it's a close game, maybe not, but if but if for some reason they get manhandled the other team to watch out for would be Iowa State, who's at six. If they beat Oklahoma convincingly. Come on, man. You know it's Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina because you know the committee is going to give them a chance. <laughs> well, Coastal Carolina just had their championship game canceled because yep. of COVID. Yep. Co-champions. Um, and uh, Cincinnati, I think, is at this point number nine, and it's just not going to be enough. Uh, oh, of course not. No, I wish I, I wish they would have gone to eight this year, just just for you know, as Randy says, for fuck's sake, just for the why year. Why not? Why not? Just, just who for cares? The year. Just for the year. And because um, none of these teams have played a full schedule, so if you were ever going to do a full playoff, this is the year. Yeah, um, it was. With that, it is. With that being said. I don't know if anybody being Bama or not. Now, if Devontae Smith gets hurt, then I think you have an opportunity. But I think Devontae Smith is the best player in the country, bar none. Yeah. Because every time you see that kid catching a pass, that there's no one in within 10 yards of him. I mean, he's either that fast or he runs uh, crisp routes so well. 
Like those those DBs are just like, wait, what? 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 And he's just boom. Like there's no one ever around him. Like he just has a bubble. It's like he has a bubble around him, and you see him catching touchdowns on all the highlight shows. You're just like, huh? Yeah. How about so, that? It kid's good, man. I mean, I would, he, he, I would expect a, so. I I would imagine he's gonna be top ten. Mm-hmm. Um. God, could you imagine if he went to the Chargers though with Herbert? Yeah. Him on one side, and uh, yeah, well, Keenan well, Allen on the other. We'll see how that we'll see how that shakes out, buddies. Uh, I did want to say real quick, as far as uh, Dan Mullen, uh, Florida coach, I like this this line. You know, this guy's salty and pissed off. Uh, quote: I know we've played ten games, so I guess probably the best thing to do would have been to play less games because you seem to get rewarded for not playing this year in college football. Obviously, he's talking about Ohio State. Who's uh-huh. five and zero is a, a huge beneficiary from uh, Florida's loss, but they should have beaten LSU, right? Yep. And forget, I, I know we we have to go back. Idiot kicker, old Mike Vanderjack reference from Peyton, but you know, they idiot player, issue, man. Yeah, idiot player. I mean, that was a that was a that was a bad decision, man. Look, there's two teams that totally deserve to suck on that L this week. One. Florida to yep. the Raiders. Y'all earned that L and you can suck on it. it. That they did. It's a bitter pill. I get it. It's a bitter pill, man. It's a bitter pill. You want a bitter pill though? Cincinnati and Coastal Carolina getting hosed. Mm-hmm. Probably more Cincinnati than anything else. But getting hosed. Yep. So, anywho. All right. Uh Let's jump. Uh, uh, speaking, real quick, I was gonna say uh, speaking speaking of getting hosed about Lovey Smith getting fired from Illinois. Uh, I was gonna say maybe I'll have time to rock that Santa beard at a local mall, but you know COVID restrictions and all, he's out of luck. Oh, Shannon, remember when you, when you were here for three hundo and we were we were doing prep work and watching The Mandalorian. And it was Arizona State was absolutely beating the absolute hell out of Arizona. Oh my so, god! Like, yes, we we would do something and we'd come back to the game. We're like, how in the hell are what just happened? And we would just rewind and watch like a touchdown, a touchdown, a touchdown, a touchdown. Insane, <laughs> insane. Yeah, Arizona State absolutely took Arizona to the woodshed, dude. To the woodshed. What was it like seventy to seven or something? Yes, sixty-three point victory, man. Completely filthy. So they went to Arnold Schwarzenegger on him. Who is your daddy and what does he oh, do? Oh yeah, dude. It, it, it was completely. <laughs> oh, it was. Dude. It was completely nasty. It was a hundred percent completely filthy, disgustingly nasty. It was so ridiculous, so ridiculous, man. <laughs> I mean, what are you gonna like? What are you gonna do? What are you gonna do, bro? It just happens in college football sometimes. It, someone just beats the break off I know, of somebody. I know. I will say this. A uh, couple things real quick. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just to piggyback and finish up this LSU-Florida game, uh-huh. LSU was 23-and-a-half-point underdogs oh, in that game. Completely ridiculous. Outright won. So, in the SEC, and I guess since the 90s, there's been four of those games where you've had a team that's 20-plus point underdogs and flat-out won. This year, of course, 
LSU and Florida. You had Mississippi State, who was 24-point underdogs to Florida in mm-hmm. 04. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing with LSU uh, against Alabama in 93. And then Texas A&M against Auburn a number of years ago. So those are your, like, it's it's happened. It's four times, but yeah. not often. And God forbid if you took the teams to cover on that many points. Goodness gracious. <laughs> uh, other one, uh, Sarah Fuller, congratulations. Uh, first female to score points in a Power 5 game. Uh, she kicked two extra points this past weekend in a 42-17 loss to Tennessee. Well done. And I don't know. I know you don't listen to Rome anymore, but, like, he did an interview with her. Like, she's been through a lot in her career. Oh, I believe it. She's had She had a ton of injuries, and this is her senior season was really the only season she got to play. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of... Um, little dick boys like to say some shit online about her and it just it just gets on your nerves like as a dad of daughters like you see that shit and you're just kind of like the fuck is wrong with you that you would say this about like a, a woman in this day and age and i don't know man like but like she's been through a lot endured a lot grinded you know through a lot of rehab on her mm-hmm. injuries and uh you know and to get to this point and then to be asked to kick extra points you know for your team and deliver because i mean she was asked to kick twice she made both of them <clears throat> there are nfl teams right now that would probably take that the vikings for sure yeah. oh <laughs> yes they would um, but i mean I, also when you think about it if someone's good enough to be on a division one team and actually go out there and play, that says a lot in general, regardless Correct. male or female. I, I appreciate stu- stupid banner and silliness as much as anybody, but um, I would imagine some of these uh, uh, com- <laughs> user comments are, are submitted or written or whatever by people that, uh, you know, certainly couldn't do that. I love. I, I think it was somewhere in Chicago. They, had, they had, whether it was a restaurant or radio station, I don't remember. But uh, places will do these contests where it's like come out and kick a field goal, and people, of course, are like, "Oh yeah, no big deal. I'll just roll out there and like kick the ball." And uh-huh. and they're terrible. And they're absolutely terrible. If you think it's easy to kick even an extra point, we can argue about how an NFL kicker should make a damn extra point. But why don't you get your fat ass out there in the field and try to kick extra? Points? See how it goes, man. See how it goes for you. If you've never kicked one, it's going to be ugly as sin. Good luck. It's going to be ugly. And, I mean, kicking those footballs, man, it's it's no joke. Mm-mm. It is it is absolutely not a joke. For a, a moment ago, we were talking about covers, right? Yes. So, uh, <laughs> one thing that we forgot to, forgot to mention was the uh, infamous, well, depending on what side of the bet you were on, but uh, Ravens-Browns is an absolutely atrocious, what most people consider to be a bad beat at the end of the game with the Browns with a desperation play, right? Because it's 45-42 Ravens, Ravens at that point because they had that Justin Tucker field goal. And Mayfield throws it, and then it's, they're, they're just pitching it around and throwing it all over the place, and it ends up going, they just keep going backwards. They end up in the end zone, and Landry tries to get to it and ends up throwing it out of the end zone. But I think it was getting dragged out too. But either way... Ends up being a safety. 
So Al Michaels would certainly be like, well, <laughs> and have a comment on that. So a lot of people view that as a bad beat. That's a tough deal. That's a tough deal. The game ends on a, a shitsville, you know, play just trying to do anything. So here's the crazy part. Just Justin. ridiculous. Yeah. Had Lamar Jackson just waited two more seconds before he spiked that ball. Uh huh. With five seconds, the NFL has said that if if field goals can go no can go no longer than five seconds, so every just to, unless if it's like a short ass field goal, mm-hmm. every field goal usually goes five seconds. Well, he spikes it with seven seconds left. So if they have a gripe with anybody mm-hmm. at this point in time, it's Lamar Jackson not waiting those two extra seconds. To <laughs> count down and then spike it and then kick the field goal because it was a fifty-five yarder. I mean, it was it was it was a long. It had some distance, yeah. It had some distance. Of course, Tucker is really good at what he does. Oh, Tucker's and, a baller, man! Come and, on, man. And he he just nails it. Yeah. But like the the crazy part is, it's like if he just waits two more seconds, five seconds left. That clock's going to go to zero because they have set I, I, the Rams Patriots Super Bowl when uh, Benatari kicked the game-winning field goal. Mm-hmm. There were seven seconds left on the clock, and at that point in time, they just let the clock run all the way down and called it the game. And of course, the Rams were pissed about it, so they adopted I think the next year that anytime they kick a field goal, it can go no longer than five seconds. That, that's the maximum amount of time that can go off on a field goal is five seconds. Man, I'm so annoyed this link doesn't work. Oh, man, what the hell? I meant to play this for you last week. and I don't know the date of it, but it looks like this link is now broken. Thanks a lot, ESPN. It was this great story from PTI about um, about Sean Kemp. I'm so annoyed. Thanks, Espen. Yeah. It was Sean Kemp and Larry Bird. Oh wow, that's a combo. Yeah, oh oh yeah, it was it was a really neat story. Ah uh, man, I'm gonna have to try to dig that up another way. That's okay though. Thanks a lot, Espen. Boo So much for that story. Alright, some quick NFL hits and then uh <laughs> I gotta get to the subtle Lamar Jackson thing. Uh by the way, uh Bill's <laughs> Bill's taking the Steelers to task. Uh man, kudos to the Bills, by the way. Uh, I think one of the things you're seeing at this point of the season is, particularly with a team like Buffalo, is their ascent. And look, the Steelers, I, I still think they're a good team. They've had a couple of tough defensive injuries. Big Ben has shown his age in certain situations. But quite frankly, the Bills showed up to play, man. Uh, that's a team that can play uh, lots of different styles and in all kinds of weather. Uh, that's a quality squad, okay? Pittsburgh has definitely stumbled a little bit as their schedule's gotten tougher. Kudos to the whiffs for that, for sure. But, you know, the the Bills, again, that's a good team. And Pittsburgh really struggles to run the ball. Surprising uh, fact, fun factoid, uh, did you know that Roethlisberger actually leads the NFL in pass attempts? And, not only that, the Steelers are dropping balls. (laughs) Yeah, Shannon, you would know. You said balls. <laughs> Hello? 
You play to win the game. <laughs> Completely ridiculous, man. But kudos to the Bills for that, man. Their, uh, their last playoff win, by the way, was 25 years ago. 25. That's amazing. But yeah, the Steelers, man, dropping balls all over the, like, all over the place, man. All over the place. And Shannon, you are correct, sir. You said balls. Damn right, man. Damn right. What happened to that receiving core? Uh, he's got butterfingers, dude. Leftover from Thanksgiving. I guess they had that that butterfinger turkey, right? Uh, they they've been a mess this past month, man. Uh, Deontay Johnson, I think, leads the NFL in drops with like eleven or twelve. It's just yep. uh, they got to start bringing him in. He, you know? he sat for two quarters. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> Tomlin. Yeah, I think he had three drops he, in the first he quarter. Got and Tomlin sat his ass for two quarters. Yeah, benched his ass. Hell yeah. You got to make, uh, I think he had one of those lines where it's like, you got to make routine plays routinely. <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, the nice part was, is one of my fantasy opponents had Deontay Johnson this week. So, oh. you know, you're, you're probably happy. You're probably much happier about that than I am about the fact that you have uh, Herbert getting free fantasy points against those idiot Raiders. Thanks, Raiders. Thanks a lot, Oakland. Urgh, Las Vegas. Sorry, I was just reading Gruden's hats. My bad. Um, <laughs> it's crazy to think that a month ago we were just like, who can stop the Steelers? Well, clearly we understand now it's the Steelers stopping the Steelers. It's, it's, not, it's, it's, it's not anybody else. It's the Steelers shooting themselves in the foot. Yeah. And unfortunately, now that the Chiefs have the number one spot, mm-hmm. you, know, you know, it's – you don't want to have to go through Kansas City to win, try to get to the Super Bowl. You, you don't. don't. Well, I would imagine next time Juju won't dance on somebody's logo. Just saying. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Not. <laughs> <laughs> made that mistake. Made that mistake with the Bills. Paid the price. Paid the price. Also, um, shifting gears a little bit. Uh, Packers Lions. Uh, the the final score is thirty one twenty four, but eh, <laughs> Packers had that one handled. I think it's fair to say, man, it's going to be Rodgers and Mahomes in, in, in the MVP race. And, I would think so. Yeah, and, and I, I think Rodgers has to be trending towards the NFL MVP favorite, particularly after that game for Mahomes against the Dolphins. Look, I, I don't know. He still produced a ton of stuff. I, I get it, but I, I think there's going to be a little bit of momentum building for Rodgers. Uh, and we'll see how the season finishes out. That obviously can dictate some of that, but... Uh, I would just think that Rodgers has to be trending towards that, the NFL MVP favorite, man. Stafford, by the way, get, got crunched up late in that game, so we'll see if, if he can make it through an entire game against, I believe they're playing Tennessee this weekend. Titans lines, pretty sure. But, uh, God, you don't, you don't, with that. you'd almost think that, that maybe with Stafford as beat up as he is, and maybe it would be like, yo, I'm not going to be here next next year, man. Let me go ahead and shut this thing down, bro. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, the, the the Packers, of course, have the tiebreaker over the Saints. Well, because they beat them head to head. So, uh, yeah, the Saints have to make up a game because they're gonna have to get in front of Green Bay. So, I'm I'm obviously tickled and delighted uh, that Green Bay is currently the one seed. I hope they can hold on to that. They've got some. <laughs> I mean, the the Panthers. Come on, man. What's the likelihood the Panthers shut them down? Pretty effing low. I was gonna say Dean Wormer. I would not I would not bet on that man you said 
balls. I did. Ridiculous. Uh, the Chiefs did survive the Dolphins. I think what, what's important to note about this game is that the Dolphins had a 4-1 to turnover advantage, and they were still down 30-10 to in the fourth quarter. Yeah, they closed the gap a little bit as it got late, but they still took the L. So you can give kudos to the Dolphins' defense, and Mahomes made a couple of mistakes. I mean, he obviously took some rather ugly sacks, losing humongous chunks of yards. And he, he had some interceptions. And some of those were just great plays by the Dolphins defenders. Just fantastic plays by them. But if you're going to lead a team 4-1, you know, with the turnover kind of ratio, you got to do a little bit better, Miami. All right. Yeah, the defense can ball out all at once, but if it doesn't shut down the big plays, Mm-mm. it really doesn't matter sometimes. I mean, it's And the thing is, is in the past, if you won the turnover battle, there was a really good chance you've got the W, no problem today's day and age it's not so much you could sit there and turn the ball over three four times as much easily and still find a way to win it's, yeah well depending on who you're playing yeah yeah and in this case certainly <laughs> but <laughs> honestly the dolphins uh, as much as we bagged on them that team really? is coming together nicely they are that's a, a good team that'll play you tough. In my opinion, they're not ready to take the next step. But if they couple Tua's development and a strong offseason with identified needs and flesh out the roster, that's a team that should be entering into a competitive window with that rookie quarterback contract if Tua's development and progression at least is a typical trend. And I like Tua. I, I do. He does look a little small out on the field that may be an issue in time we'll see but even when he's got to really put a lot of oomph on the ball man he throws a pretty ball he does he throws a pretty ball he throws a catchable ball that can get you a lot of places in this league so i certainly i certainly wish him success go ahead randy i was like the dolphins do have to play the bills one more time so you never know depending on how the next few games shape you know shape up could be for a playoff spot or even the division yeah, so. yeah, might be. Uh, we did mention butt suck ass kickers earlier. Uh, Bucks twenty six, Vikings fourteen. Uh, Dan Bailey missed three, three, not one, not, not two, two, three, buddy, three field goals and an extra point. That is some heinous ass junk. Dan Bailey, if you're not fired yet, and I didn't look at, you know, I didn't see him getting DOS boot yet, but he's got to be right on the cusp of just getting tossed right out of there, dude. Yeah, and I remember when he used to be a pretty reliable kicker. Yeah. Well, maybe he just has the yips or whatever it is. He got something, though, because you, you can't count on that dude. You can't count on that dude. It's one thing to miss, like, a deep, ridiculously long field goal. Or to just completely F up the play entirely. Ask the Raiders about that. But, come on, man. Can't be missing three field goals and an extra point. Nah, bro. That's ten yeah. points, man. That's Can't 10 points. That's 10 points at minimum. Can't do it. F it. Uh, by the way, Shannon, I uh, just had a curiosity. Uh, how are you feeling on that Colts Raiders beat down? <laughs> that was, I didn't realize that was – I, I wouldn't have guessed the number, but that was Rivers' 29th start against the Raiders. What I didn't anticipate is that that is the most starts against by a player against the Raiders in, uh, the Raiders in NFL history. I wouldn't have guessed. I mean, obviously, they played when they were all AFC West. He played them a ton. I just wouldn't necessarily have guessed that a 29th starting as a team would be the most 
Yeah, you know, that NFL. wouldn't be my yeah. first I wouldn't have guessed that. Well. Mm-hmm. But and there was just some bad discipline on defense, and that's that's why Gunther got fired. Yeah. Oh, that bad discipline on defense was still readily apparent against the Chargers. Yeah, there's some terrible. bad gap discipline there. Um, Jonathan uh, Thomas's uh, 62-yard touchdown run, and um, boy, late there, like the Chargers would just run it, run it, and run it. Um, I wish Lynn had called a couple more passes in that fourth quarter. It may not have come down to the nitty gritty there, mm-hmm. but um, credit. Frank Reich, man, like he's got that team balling right now. Like, yeah, Colts he does. De- Colts defense has four pick sixes this year, which lead which leads the NFL. Mm-hmm. You know that running game's going. Philip Rivers is getting T. Y. Hilton going. Um, he gets Houston this week, which you know he historically owns Houston. Uh, Houston looked like they gave up last week on the season oh, against the yes. Bears. They look like they just could care less at this point. They're ready for the U-Hauls to come and get them and take them home. Oh, that team looks like they're ready ready for the season to be over. Yeah, and, and, that, and that's a shame, too, because, like, they they were in it till you know, poor D-Stat bet on them, and, of course, that just was the backfire <laughs> of all backfires. Thanks Don't a lot, Mark. Don't bet against nice Rageface, D-Stat. Yeah, come on, dude. The hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nah, but it, it you know it was good to see them just really just get after it. And, I loved I loved that Kenny Moore interception. By the way, oh my! Uh, when Carr took that shot to Waller and Moore just one handed that damn thing. That was that completely was ridiculous. Sick. That was a filthy play, man. That that's a play of the year right now. For them, or do you mean for the league? For the league. Oh, uh, Are you kidding me? Certainly for the Colts. We'll see about the league. It was incredible, though. It was incredible. That was one of the more incredible interceptions I've ever seen. Oh, it, it, an incredible job. It's just that it wasn't the only one-handed, like, interception by a DB this this weekend. You know, that's that's the problem. But it was hellified. It was hellified. Hellified. <laughs> Quick hits rolling on. Uh, Seahawks absolutely debacled the Jets. No surprise there. The Titans embarrassed the Jaguars. No surprise there. Uh, AJ Brown has has an excellent game. Derrick Henry, of course, has an excellent game. <laughs> Finished. With, I know. Uh, this was Derrick Henry's fourth game with over 200 rushing yards and two touchdowns. All right. He's pretty good. There's only three other backs in NFL history that have done it three times. <clears throat> so he was in a tie with him. He was in a tie with these other three running backs. You want to throw a dart out and wager a guess? Chris Johnson. Nope. Really? Mm-mm. OJ. Nope. Jim Brown. That's one. Okay. Barry Sanders. That's two. Adrian Peterson. Nope. Oh, that's a surprise. Emmett? Nope. Team. Chargers. Ladinian Tomlinson. Yes, sir. That's your third. LT had three. Sanders had three. Jim Brown had three. What? No Natron means? No. Just kidding. <laughs> what? No, no Nig- Marion Butts? <laughs> no, Nig- <laughs> no, no Nigerian Nightmare? 
What? Christian Okoye? What? Come on, man. That dude what? was a baller. Where's the icky shuffle? This this list is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Derek Henry balled out, man, as the Titans handled the Jaguars. Oh, man. Uh, incidentally, as far as the Chargers, uh, by the way, I do not like that darker blue uniform that they ran against the Falcons. That, that Put them in the, in the baby blues or get the hell out of here. I don't know who made that decision. Probably Nike uh, or some, you know jackass marketing person leave them in the in the baby blues yep gotta do it all right man that dark blue just doesn't it just doesn't fit them man i, I just not a fan of that uh drew lock we had a drew lock sighting by the way as the broncos lit up the panthers lock was uh 280 280 yard 280 that's about right if you're a broncos fan you probably it is probably 280 i hate hating your own team uh or hating <laughs> hating drew lock but uh, 280 yards, four touchdowns, man. Uh, they handle business there. The Bears, I like the, the Trubisky resurgence on the back half of the year when it really doesn't matter but so much. He's all in fuego, man. 267 yards, three touchdowns. And I will say I did like uh, the Bears' throwback uniforms. That was good. Uh, but to your other point, as far as the Texans, Shannon, whether they quit or whether they're just shit, I don't know. But, little from column A, little from column B. Uh, uh, you, you can wish in one hand and text it in the other. See which one fills up first. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> Isn't that the same thing? But okay. Yeah. Well, you can cowboy in one <laughs> see, hand. See. You can cowboy in one hand, uh, or text it in the other and see which one fills up first. So two fails, one cup. Welcome to Texas. Awesome. Yikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, if Shannon had to clean up barf earlier, maybe it's two hurls, one cup. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, Total BSE. <laughs> that is a lot of BSE. Uh, mm-hmm. and- <laughs> a lot of barf. <laughs> that is a lot of barf. Andy Dalton has... And a- we're not talking about the guy from Spaceballs, either. No. Andy Dalton has a successful return to Cincinnati, gets the win, 30-7. to uh, Lord knows if they hadn't beaten Cincinnati, man. They should have just fired McCarthy on the damn spot. That should have been the end of him. So... Uh, if Joe Burrow had been playing, you never know what would have happened. You, you, you never story. You never know. Hashtag facts. Also, random side note, Giants offensive coordinator Jason Garrett has tested positive for the coronavirus. So he's out for Sunday Night Football. So, former Browns head coach Freddie Kitchens will be calling the plays. Fun factoid o randomness of the night. Probably won't amount to much, but. Should make things interesting. It could. Uh, Also fascinating to me, Drew Brees is supposed to start versus the Chiefs. No Michael Thomas, though. Uh, I'm surprised to see Brees back this week. But if he's ready to roll, man, I get it. You got to go ahead and go. Um, I understand they're probably trying to make sh- to at least have a shot at the number one seed. Yeah. But, I mean, they're in the playoffs. I, I honestly would have been. They are. They totally been fine with. Then just don't, taking their time and letting them be good for the playoffs. Don't you think, though, that some of this might be a deflection where they're like, oh, yeah, Drew Brees is going to start, and then maybe they play him a little bit, and then they just mix in Taysom Hill? Could be. I mean, it, it, this almost feels like it's a deflection about getting the team to have to prep for two different styles or commit to prepping for one quarterback. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but, very well could be. It could be like a healthy scratch. <laughs> yeah, healthy scratch. Right before the game starts. Yeah. 
Look, a healthy scratch is what I do with. You said. <laughs> I'm just saying. You're a drunken lush. Yeah, we know that. Term payments, but you need cash now. Oh, J.G. Wentworth. Ass now. Yes. <laughs> Eight seven ass now. That's right. <laughs> uh, and you know, look, I mean here's the other thing. It, with Breeze where he's at, I mean, the retirement is looming. Right? I mean yeah. realistically. So it has to be. It's a fairly aggressive move to come back out if he can play and if he makes it through the whole game. But even if he starts I would think Peyton's gonna is gonna have different packages for both quarterbacks to try to make, you know, to try to make or try to take advantage of or break the Kansas City defense. I'm not saying it'll happen, but I'm sure they will scheme some extra things in there uh, for Breeze. So, well, and but, I would think their game plan this week would be ball control anyway. Oh, you know, should be, should be, yeah. well, should be. But at, given his age and the pending retirement, that's got to be a huge motivating factor, man. Is it high risk? Yes. Is it high reward? Of course it is. It's the NFL. And added bonus is he gets to play the Chiefs, which if the Saints end up being a Super Bowl team, high probability that the you know Kansas City Chiefs are their opponent. Can't yep. guarantee it, but high probability. Oh my goodness, gentlemen. As always, Tom starts getting away from us and then it gets really late. Uh, Randy, you might appreciate this, man. Uh, Space Force, you know, our new government agency. No, I don't want to sign up for that. What are you doing, Business Insider? Oh, my God. I got I to gotta, I gotta open. Are you trying to be a guardian? Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, man. I got to go ahead. I just got to go ahead. I got to do it incognito style. All right, there we go. That's better. Freaking ads, man. No, I don't want to sign up for squat. Go away. All right, this is the headline. A Space 4 member was busted down a rank for going to get a PlayStation 5 instead of to fitness training. <laughs> What's wrong with that? <laughs> it's, I, lo I love this piece from the article. It's not clear if the spaceman in question was able to get a PS5, but the trooper said, hat, uh, excuse me, quote, YOLO, PS5, and used the greater than symbol. PS5 is greater than letters of discipline when admonished. <laughs> It's actually, I'm looking at the letter. That's fantastic. I can't believe that dude did that. Homeboy, you got a lot of PT in your future, man. I'm just saying. What What was that movie from back in the late 90s where they fought like these worms and stuff? Talking about Tremors? Not Tremors. Um, they actually had, they got three movies out of the series. It had Denise Richards, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh, with the brain bug? Yes. Oh, you're talking about Starship Troopers. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that's what you're talking about. And that kind of feels like this in a way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I cannot. Uh, it's a reach. It's it, I, I give Todd, you that. Todd, it's a reach. Todd, help us out. Let us know if if that actually quantifies as a reach. <laughs> Take Not a vote. To reach around a reach. I'm just saying. Take a vote. He got long arms, man. Let us I'm know. A courtesy, bro. Let us know. <laughs> let us know if that is a reach. Just saying. But yeah, there was an article. I don't know if I have it saved, but uh, the Space Force. Christ almighty, I still can't believe it's a real damn thing. Uh, not only does it look like they stole a Star Trek logo for their uh, for their own, 
But now they're talking about uh, being referred to as the Guardians, and and really like a year, a year, and y'all basically look like you've thefted from Star Trek. Now you've thefted from the MCU. <laughs> the MCU. And so I love all the Twitter comments were like, "Well, what IP are they going to steal from next?" <laughs> right. Oh, you got Star Wars. Mix Star Wars into why not all, all of them? Just steal some random bit of name and slot. <laughs> I mean, the Guardian. Guardians, so help me God, if, if Trump comes out and talks about the Guardians of the Galaxy for the Space Force, I'm just going to be like, come on, dude. What kind Hi. of... What kind Hi, of... I'm a Jedi Knight from the planet Vulcan. You can call me Star-Lord. <laughs> yes, <laughs> it's crazy. That's almost as believable as James Harden saying his Atlanta and Vegas trips were to work with his personal <laughs> trainers. Yeah. If that's what you call Mandy... And right. I don't know, Mandy and I don't know, insert other, you know, female companion name here. Yeah, his personal trainers, whatever, man. <laughs> I don't believe that at right. all. Uh, uh, Fear the Beard, by the way, man, he looked he looked, he looked a little bit chunky, man. Uh, I don't know if that was from Campbell's or just getting lap dances. He looked a little thick. Uh, so I don't know if it was Fear the Beard so much as maybe Fear the Beer in those clubs. I, I do love this headline. Uh, Atlantic City is offering bidders the chance to blow up a former Trump casino <laughs> in Atlantic City, <laughs> New Jersey, man. That's pretty sweet. We are selling the experience to push the button to implode Trump Plaza. I bet somebody's going to bid that bad boy up, man. I, don't, I Even if you don't care about who owned it, I think the ability to get to detonate a damn building is pretty freaking cool. In a non, you know what I mean, in one that doesn't impair or affect the lives of people. This is a controlled demolition, y'all. <laughs> Settle down. I, do, <laughs> I love that one. Oh my god. Here's one that's super rando. Uh, Eastern Australia covered in a huge amounts of snake infested sea foam. What the hell is that? Peace out. We'll see you later. Yo, bro. If you got snake-infested sea... It's one thing to have snakes in a plane. But snake-infested sea foam, bro? Ah. Come on, man. That, oh, bunch. No, no. No, 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 no. <laughs> that's, a, that's a no for me, bro, man. Can't, can't do it. Get the fuck out of my face with that shit. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's yeah. just no. I'm going to have the no with a side of no yeah. and a big old frosty mug of no to wash it down. No with a side of no. I'm getting the hell out of here because that, that is junk. Uh, one of my other, I shouldn't say this is a favorite story because that's, that's really kind of wrong. Um, oh, no, I don't need the music. Go away. What the <laughs> hell? Uh, this is the headline. Man mauled to death by pet hippo. He described as like a son. Marius Ells, who lives in the free state province of South Africa, was found dead in the river, having been bitten repeatedly by the animal. And I got to tell you, uh, I'm a smidge disappointed because I was kind of hoping we could have a game night. Cause God bless. You know we would have played some Hungry Hungry Hippo. Too soon. Dang, oh. <laughs> bro. You, you couldn't even get through that with a straight face. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. Who has a pet hippo, man? What the hell is that? Everybody knows those <laughs> bastards have a nasty disposition. They're and he's mean. like, it's my pet. They're mean. You know, one of Logan's They're assholes. One one of Logan's favorite video. Well, maybe not now, but there was a period of time where one of Logan's favorite videos was uh, 
you, you can look it up on YouTube, and it's just like hippo fart. And, <laughs> and this hippo's getting up out of the water, and it starts its tail starts swirling around, uh, and yeah. it, jo- it totally just cuts one that is way audible, and it's a say it and spray it moment. I mean, it's just flying out of this hippo, dude. <laughs> but yeah, come on, man, mauled to death by your pet hippo. You're supposed to play Hunger, Hunger Hippo, not live that shit. Yep. The hell, man. F-O-H. Yeah, F-O-H. I also like this headline. Uh, oh, my Lord. You got way too many pop-ups. Yeah, I'm blocking it. You can get away from me, WMTW, Channel 8, ABC, whatever the F city you're in. Uh, headline is Portland man arrested after robbing a McDonald's with a chainsaw. First of all, how desperate does your ass have to be to rob a damn McDonald's? And second of all, what kind of dipshit-ass crap is robbing anybody with a chainsaw? Everybody under the sun is going to video your ass. Welcome to 2020, you idiot. (laughs) 26-year-old Alice Sweet, not so sweet, entered the McDonald's with a chainsaw, went behind the counter revving it, and then stole some food and a beverage. Good work. You couldn't come up with five bucks? Dude. They they got what was it dollar menu nares exactly yeah I don't know she's probably related related to this guy uh, Florida man dies after window slams down on him during burglary attempt how about that uh, Jonathan Hernandez thirty two was already dead when deputies arrived at the scene Saturday in Lehigh Acres about fifty miles east of Fort Myers all right. I like this. The man's family disputes the account, saying Hernandez was not a burglar or a bad person. Uh, a suspect, <laughs> yeah, a suspected burglar was killed over the weekend when the window of a home he was trying to break into slammed down on him and kept him hanging by the neck until he died. Oh, now, granted, God. that's a pretty that sounds like straight out of Final Destination. That's a terrible way to go. I mean, isn't it? Yeah, I've heard of windows to the soul, but I mean, like that might be a little. Just saying, I don't know, what would be worse, getting eaten, bitten by a freaking hippo, or getting taken out by a damn window? Well, the hippo, probably, but... <laughs> I mean, you suffer either way. Yeah, yeah, no, that, that's a... That's yeah, a, that, but the hippo keeps going, usually. Yeah, but, but if you're... Oh, what, like the Energizer going. freaking bunny? Ew. I don't know, I... I, I I don't need to see a picture of that. No, I do I not. Maybe dude's neck broke pretty quickly in the window. Maybe. Oof. I mean, if either did, way. I guess oh, it's... Shannon, I found it. There it is. Uh-oh. Ah, Twitter users roast the United States Space Force for calling themselves the Guardians. And our top commander will be known as Star-Lord. Yeah. <laughs> Heritage plus mission plus culture. Guardians, a name chosen by space professionals. For space professionals. Really? Oh, all they need is a raccoon uh, and a mascot, and they're all set. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What in the I am Groot is happening? <laughs> I love this tweet. They've ripped off both the MCU and Starfleet. Plans for a third Death Star is next. Oh man! <laughs> oh, that's I shall bucket. call it the oh, Death man. Star. The de- yeah, way to way to go, way to go, brah! 
That's nice. Let me close that window. I'm starting to close all these windows out. So we will say we need to call. Oh yeah, yeah. No, we we rolled much later than I anticipated. So I'm I'm like shutting windows down. Uh, Side note: headline of uh, that sounds atrocious. Uh, A Detroit Lions player fractured his throat and didn't miss a snap. What in the hell? Frank Ragnow, whose last name is is also the sound one makes while fracturing their throat. <laughs> you you want to uh, know? You want to ask someone who's had their throat fracture before? Uh, I don't need ask, to. I don't need Justin. To, you what? just need to ask one of your ex girlfriends that deep throated you. Yeah, yeah, I was just. <laughs> <laughs> I was getting ready to say like I wasn't going to bring up any of the tech girls, but. You know, <laughs> Yeah. I've been saving wow. that one, bro. Oh my god! I almost put that in the chat, but I saved that wow. one for the podcast. Wow! Well, that or you'd have to ask Whitfield and that giant wooden penis he ran off with. Oh uh, no! Yes, yes, we are. Stop biting my ass. <laughs> Hide your wipes. Of course, if you're local, uh, maybe even if you're not, but the, the Hokies around here, man, like if you want to pile on Virginia Tech, you just call them the Chokies and call it a day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True story. And, you know, like I've dated a couple of girls from like Virginia Tech, so like I understand, man, the Chokies. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> there you go, my There you go. I like that. I like that. Let me close all that stuff out. Boom, boom, boom. Oh my god. Songs that sound better with farts. Oh, that's so stupid. Oh my god. But a fractured throat, man. Kudos to him for not missing a snap. I don't even know what it's the hell badass, a fractured dude. So it's a very rare injury caused by a significant high-velocity blunt trauma. Yeah. So the injury restricts breathing and makes swallowing food and talking harder. Playing with a, a fractured, and, and you're fractured an athlete, You have to breathe. So the fact that he's able to do that, damn. Yeah, I've I've never heard I've never heard of a fractured throat. I mean, that never really is. That really is a, a, a fairly that that's amazing, but yes, well, I guess we just need to ask the hokey girls. That's a that that's a true story, MacGuffin. Thank you for your for for shedding the light on that situation. Look, two final things as we as we get the hell out of here. <laughs> uh, number one, I did need to go ahead. Let me let me close out fart trap song. I don't need that one anymore. Wrecking ball. We don't need that one anymore. But I didn't get to it earlier, but it is the Christmas episode. So when we do the Christmas episode, we usually have a couple of things. And we talked about uh, Merry Clinchmas, <laughs> which I think is fantastic. And we, and, we, and we left out the Mandalorian. So I got a couple things that we'll throw out there for all of that. And I guess at this point, if you made it through the episode, you've probably already watched the Mandalorian. Uh, I don't think you need to worry about spoiler reports or, or spo- spoilers. Just press stop, I guess, you fuckface. Um, <laughs> you're gonna be all right, man. You're gonna be all right. I'm trying to find this one thing because I know I sent it to myself and I'm scrolling through my uh, hungry, hungry hippo. What the hell, man? Oh, here it is. 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 This is our uh, I told you I got the Lamar Jackson Christmas card. 
you know, we wish you a merry, wish you a merry Clinchmas. And I also found this this uh, mashup for Lamar Jackson. All right. <laughs> You're a mean one, Mr. Clinch. Run off to take a poo. You've got to drop a douche, yeah. Your bowels are really loose. It's a mean one. <laughs> Mr. Clinch. Mr. Clinch. You're a mean one, Mr. Clinch. Oh my god. Oh, <laughs> You've got to take a poo. That's terrible. Lamar Jackson, man. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't I won't attach your name to a bidet uh <laughs> infomercial. Can't, can't do it. Can't do it. It's gonna be okay, Mr. Clinch. Thanks, Mr. Clinch. Clinchy uh what was uh, what was your thing earlier, Randy? Cunty McFuckfacerson, is that what you call Jeff? Is that what that was? Uh, Cunty McFuckface, yes. Yeah, Cunty. <laughs> I kind of like Cunty McFacerson, but yes, Cunty McFuckface. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. But Mr. Clinch, there it is. Mr. Grinch and Mr. Clinch. Thanks a lot, Lamar Jackson, for helping to inspire <laughs> uh, a December to remember and not just for <laughs> randomly purchasing a Lexus. Yeah, pretty good. Anyway. There's that. Uh, what was the other thing? Oh, 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 my God. Oh, my God. Yes, the episode of The Mandalorian was absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Absolutely incredible. Uh, but a, a, a couple of things I wanted to share with you. I, I don't know if, if, if either of you have heard this. There's a, a YouTube channel. I don't know if this if it's this last guy's name, but it's it's A-T-I-N Piano. So whether that's Aiton Piano or Aiton Piano, I don't know. But A-T-I-N Piano. And... This channel is great, and they have these really fascinating um, pieces. So this, for example, is Imperial March, Carol of the Bells. Absolutely fantastic. This is absolutely fantastic. There's another one. There's uh, a Duel of the Fates one. And this is just a straight up piano version. But uh, whatever, this channel's videos are great.
I mean, just phenomenal, phenomenal. This is oh, one of yeah. my favorite. This is one of my favorites, though. And this is, uh, in, in particular, since this is a, a Christmas episode, Lamar Jackson taking a shit episode. No, I'm just kidding. This is a Christmas episode. <laughs> it's a Christmas episode, and we had the season two finale of The Mandalorian. Okay, this is a snippet of the Carol of The Mandalorian. I mean, I just think I just think that's so incredible. Now, I don't know if this person isn't there a Christmas special coming up for. Aren't they doing some Christmas release, some Christmas special with the, like a behind the scenes of the Mandalorian? Oh yeah, like they did last year. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. So this year they are surprising everybody instead of like having it spread out, they're actually doing it <laughs> next week. So yeah, I don't know, man. Like this YouTube channel is great. It's Boys, like, I am fading fast. I can tell. Yeah, it, it's all good, man. It's all good. All right. Last thing uh, is just a little love and a little bit of gloss for The Mandalorian. Uh, Shannon, look, man, it's not a four-hour special, but it is uh, apparently a three-hour special. What are you going to do, man? A lot. Always <laughs> take You know always take the over. Always take, always the, take the over. Right. So, uh, look, season, uh, season two finale of The Mandalorian, absolutely fantastic. I loved it. Uh, spoiler alert. <laughs> Go ahead and hit stop if you're, you're not up to speed. Uh, otherwise, let's go ahead and listen through. Randy, I, I think I told you pre-podcast, when I watched that episode this morning, because it's a quiet day for me at work, man. It's the last day before we went on winter break, man. Uh, so it was quiet. And I went ahead. I, I knew I needed to knock it out because uh, social media, Facebook, the internet, Twitter, all the stuff, man. People were all chomping at the bit, chit-chatting and running their yap, run their yapper about the whole thing. So I wanted to go ahead and knock it out and watch it, enjoy it, and I did. And when I watched that episode and it got to the ending, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, I can't wait till Randy watches this. Because, <laughs> because I swear to you, man, like, I, like, I, like, not that I didn't enjoy the last three movies. Right. I did. They have their flaws. They have their things that I wouldn't – we could nitpick them. But <laughs> for what the impact was for a lot of fans and for you with Luke Skywalker – to have that moment at the end of the Mandalorian where like they're sitting there, you know, with Moff Gideon on that ship and the dark troopers are just pounding on the damn door. And all of a sudden here comes this one X wing. And I love the line, man. They're like one X and I'm paraphrasing. Right. But they're like one X wing. And it's like, yo, thanks y'all. That's all you can send, bro. <laughs> It's all you needed to send. <laughs> it's all you need. Yep. It's, it's all you needed, man. Oh, yeah. And there's a part you're like watching it and you're like, oh my God. Wait. And, you know, so like every little piece of it builds because it's like, it's the X Wing. It's the step. It's the green saber. It's the glove. It's the hilt. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it's, <laughs> it's all of it, man. And it just builds up. And you're like, oh my God. Can it be? Could it be? Would it be? 
holy shit yeah. <laughs> you know what i mean like that uh-huh. was that was fantastic and i've i've said to you several times i just i love the cohesiveness and the story writing and what they've done with the mandalorian it, it's yes there's some fan service to it but even if you're not a star wars buff nerd fanatic whatever even if you're just loosely familiar with it even if you barely watch the movies it is an incredibly well even if you haven't watched the movies it's an incredibly well done show oh yeah it's well written it's well done it's just phenomenal uh more so if you are at least reasonably well versed or a fan of or have at least watched the movies and enjoy Star Wars, right? All those things. You haven't. You don't necessarily need to have read a bunch of books or extended stuff. It helps, obviously. If you've watched Clone, Clone, Clone Wars or Rebels, which I haven't yet. They're on my to-do list. Um, or played this game. I haven't played Battlefront. I haven't played those games. But they've just done such a masterful job of, you know, tying all these things together with the story Um from the expanded universe and filling in gaps and filling in holes and giving you familiar characters, but giving you new characters. It's that show is beautifully cast, wonderfully cast, wonderfully cast and wonderfully well-written. And I'm still, I I don't know, man, that episode was incredible and I'm not going to lie. Like I will say like that, that end, I mean, that was heavy, man. I was like, Oh my God. It's like Luke, dude. It's Luke. I mean, I, I felt, yeah. I felt like the room got a smidge dusty for a moment. You know what I'm it saying? Did. It like, totally did. I'm just like, oh my god, dude. It was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. It was so satisfying. And I cannot believe I have seen, uh, I've, I've read articles where people are highly critical about bringing Luke back, and I'm like, dude, after. After the frustration of what those last three movies are, dude, come on. How can you not celebrate what that was? That's a go sit your ass down moment and let Favreau deliver the goods. Right? I mean, that that was incredible. That was incredible. That was incredible. It was done the right way. If it was done, if it was, wasn't done well, and it wasn't done in a way that it fit the story and didn't just be like, here's Luke, I think then you could have a gripe, but they've done the creators. I mean, Dave Filoni and John Favreau and all the, and all the directors that and writers they've had. I mean, this season they had Peyton Reed who did Ant-Man, mm-hmm. uh, Robert Rodriguez. I mean, we've, we've known him for many years from like from dust till dawn Machete mm-hmm. and some other stuff. I think spy kids as well. Back in the day, it's amazing how, if you look at all eight episodes in a season, it's like a four hour movie. Yes. yes. But what they've done is they've taken that movie and they've cut it and edited it perfectly where every has a beginning and an end and tells each intricate story. And you get to know these characters and you get to love these characters. And yeah, it's, been so well crafted and it's been so well crafted by people who absolutely l- fell in love with star wars as kids and star wars is the reason they're doing these sorts of things now exactly yes this is very much a show that's been done by people that you genuinely feel give a like they're vested in you know what i mean vested in that universe it's not just the treatment of the material you know what i'm saying like there mm-hmm. there's a certain thing where people go through motions but there there there's a distinction between people that maybe care about a project versus people that care about the material and i think what's clear is that these showrunners care about the material 
You know what I mean? In a way that really helps them uh, develop and deliver. Not only it's, it's just the whole package, dude. For all the frustration that people had, it, it, a lot of stuff with the Star Wars. Star Wars is tough because you're never going to make everybody happy. You can throw that out the window. But for all the frustration that we had with the last couple of movies, and there's reasons for that. What to me, the Mandalorian has gotten so many things right about have about flow, about character development, about story arcs, about developing emotional attachments to characters um, as a viewer, and then seeing the emotional attachment of the characters to each other in the context of the show. That end, those kind of ending moments with Grogu. I mean that that was incredible. That was, it was. You know, take, uh, not that he hasn't removed his helmet before in the show, he has, but it, it, there's very specific reasons for it. You know, the terminal scan. And by the way, Bill Barr, phenomenal. That, 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 that guy did a great job, dude. Um, just the, the for that particular episode, the buildup of him just yeah. trying to hold everything back and then finally just erupting in one violent outburst. Oh. It was done so well. Yeah. And you could just see the pain having those memories being brought back it was, yeah. it was extremely well done yeah Amazing. bill burt just i think i said bar earlier <laughs> wrong burn a bar but um just it, it, again i just think they so well cast and so well done and so well written it, there's a certain passion and there's just there's something extra about this show and i hope that it translates to the spinoffs i really do but I mean, they, we're getting a bunch. I, getting, getting a crap ton, dude. Getting a crap ton. Uh, but there's so many different things over the course of the season and then with the finale, whether it's Moff Gideon kind of being on the floor after getting his ass whooped and being like, well, this is going to get interesting. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so much, dude. There's so much with, with the Darksaber, uh, Bo-Katan. I mean, there's just, there's just so much. And I, I just... I thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm glad nobody spoiled it for me. I didn't anticipate how much I was going to enjoy the ride of the Mandalorian, but just they've done just a tremendous job. And I, I was trying to tell Sarah earlier, you know, about it. And I was like, man, I just can't, I can't wait for Randy to see this episode. Oh, I know. I can't, I I can't wait. I can't wait. Cause I just remember when we went to see, you know, you know when we were doing the uh, the recent releases in the theater, and just that moment with Luke, man, <laughs> like looking at you when that happened, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> you know what I mean? I was like, "Oh, dude!" Uh, and I well, just, I just you remember, think about it. It's a part of your childhood. I know, dying. I know. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it, it, maybe it's a little bit fan servicey, but it, it's it's so well done. There's fan service that's just gratuitous. And there's fan service that makes sense, that's logical, and it's well done. And they treated that right. They treated that well. Just, to me, an incredible job. And that was a fantastic season finale. And uh, obviously, the, the little preview they had in post-credits was fantastic. Uh, that was fun. I just, I don't know, I just think, to me, there's so much material in the Star Wars expanded universe that kind of this longer-form narrative and breakout um, and obviously Disney Plus, they're well funded, so they they can do a lot of stuff. And uh, the special effects, look, man, I know some people complain about the CG of Hamill's face. Man, look, man, I, I was watching like one of the uh, the prequels 
it's like popped up on TV the other day. I was watching it. I was like, oh my god, the special effects are terrible. Not that good, man. They were yeah. maybe they were decent at the time, but you know, it, movies don't always age well, right? And so certain certain special effects are they really age very cruelly. And some some of those things, man, they're rough. They're rough. So I I don't know. I I'm not going to complain about the special effects. I thought it was well done. I love the moments. I love seeing. I loved seeing Luke just take on the the Dark Trooper. I I don't have a complaint about that episode, man. I just don't. So much so much stuff, man. Randy, Randy. It's it's been it's Come been on, a hell man. of a roller coaster. It, from the from the hype uh just bringing in the new season going we might be getting Boba Fett. Holy shit, we might be getting Ahsoka Tano. It's like here, hold my beer. Here, oh, you, you're surprised now. Here, hold my beer. It's like every single episode. It's like, yep, here's all these characters you've grown up on. Uh, people who watch Clone Wars, you get Bo-Katan and Ahsoka Tano. But the one thing that they've done so well is keep these huge surprise reveals under wraps. Um, from season one, when uh, the child being revealed that that basically took the world by storm mm-hmm. at the time, because no one knew, all they knew is it was about a Mandalorian. That was all, that's all anybody that's knew it. about it. And what was funny is, as I was watching this season, I'm no, re- realizing that the trailer that they've given us, even the extended trailer, was only basically of like the first three or four episodes. Mm-hmm. There was that's that was it. That was all the scenes were for. The, the second half of the season is not even a memory. Is not even a thought in the trailer so they they've done they did such a well such a well job of making sure that nothing was ruined for anybody that they built it up properly they gave you a great story they've set up for other shows to continue where obviously this is where star wars needed to head rather than back to the big screen right away and i'm fine with this oh i can totally take this not that i enjoy big production movies but I, th- I think the way this narrative is delivered and fleshed out is way more satisfying than I, I like. I got way more satisfaction out of this the two seasons of The Mandalorian than I got out of the last three movies, and that sounds terrible, but I really did. The, the movies had their moments, but I found this to be uh, satisfying on a, on a much different level, and I think it's just because it, the characters get a chance to breathe. You know what I mean? And there's a really a cohesive storyline. Uh, and it and it, it feels right. It makes sense. The, well, and, and there's some that, fa- there is some fan service, but it's it's just really well done. Incidentally, when they they had the and I can't remember the character's name, but when they had the scientist man and they, and they were going mm-hmm. up to, to get him, and they had the the two pilots, and that one guy starts talking junk right to Caratoon about yeah. All the, I was like, oh dude, and then he just gets like boom, blast in the face. I was like, oh. Man, I mean, it, there there's some stuff in the show that is just me. Like, I loved it when the, the the stormtrooper got thrown through the barrier in the space. I mean, there's just so much stuff, man. Uh, I I just I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I loved it. That was an incredible finale. I have I don't have any complaints about it. I, I I'm not gonna bitch about you know the CG with Hamill. I love to I, I love the fact that they did that. I love the fact that he was on board with it. And you know whether you you want to talk about. You know Vader comparisons. I mean, when he crossed the the dark, I mean, and just crossed the dark trooper, dude. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it was incredible. It was, it was great to see Luke in his prime. 
That, I think that, and that's what people wanted to see. Yes. In the Last Jedi, when you're introducing Luke, you wanted to see what he fully could do. Yes. Here, we finally got what we've always wanted to see: Luke as a full, fully, full-fledged Jedi Master who could, who has the Force as his ally. But what we saw from Yoda and Obi Wan in the prequels and mm-hmm. things like that. Now we're getting to finally see Luke have that skill that we never got to see in the original trilogy, and that is just. That was just, that was huge. That was it's just one of those things where all you can do is just be like, you know, thank you, thank you for giving us this gift because it truly is a gift to actually get to see this. I mean, isn't it? I mean, not that I didn't love you know the the Christmas special back in the day, but I think they've elevated their their TV. <laughs> I think they've elevated their TV game just a little bit. Just saying, just a wee bit, just, just a wee bit, just a wee bit. So. Uh, anyway, I know we need to wrap up and get out of here, but man, just thoroughly enjoyed that. That that was great. And Gotta wait a year. M- Moff Gideon was fantastic. What a great job casting that show, writing that show, and delivering that. And I still can't believe uh, I can't remember the character's name, Fennec San. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Fennec, I still can't believe she's fifty-seven. That's she's been around a while. Uh, I, I, I go back to the uh, what was it, Street Fighter? I mean, you're talking about the '90s there, and I think there. I think she was in a few other movies. Yeah, I'm part sure. Of that, but. I'm sure. I'm sure. Oh my god, dude. Oh, what? What? It, the, you know, just so many moments, man. You, you got some uh, female empowerment, badassery with him kicking some ass. You got it all. You got you, you got Dar Trooper feeling like some damn wannabe Terminators out there busting ass. You, you know what I mean? I mean, it was just incredible. Uh, the moments at the end with Grogu, I was just putting his his, his mitts. On his face after he took his hat. I mean, it's just there's so many things, man. Just an incredible episode, and uh, uh, yeah, it's gonna be tough to wait a year, man. And by the way, by the way, uh, uh, rest in peace. I don't have the article pulled up, but the actor that played uh, the original Bubba Fett. It's a sh- it's a sh- I mean, he passed away what Thursday? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Do you know his name, Randy? Because I, uh, I don't. Jeremy Bullock. There you go. I just don't have the article pulled up, but uh, uh, certainly I'll raise a glass. A little rest in peace in his honor. It's it's a shame he never got to at least see the season finale. Whoa, sorry, excuse you, me. Because you know he had probably been watching a lot. Oh, you know, like I mean, all right. the all the actors that were involved probably yeah. wa- have watched it, bruh. And that and, oh, dude, in the post credit, the post credit jobby man. Yep, Fennec Shan and Boba Fett clearing out Jabba's palace, dude. Uh, that was dude. They just went rolling down the stairs like full on. Fuck them. basically i'm just saying dude i'm sitting wait a second that's tatooine wait a second that's jabba's palace wait a second that's bib fortuna sitting on the throne he got fat in five years holy shit he got very fat in five years man and the next thing i know it's like oh shit here they come i'm sitting there waiting for him to come down the stairs and first was fennec and i'm going oh wait a second where's he ah there's the shadow that's what i was waiting there it is there it is that's right. It's but you need cash now. <laughs> Called Boba Wentworth. 877. <laughs> beat your ass now. I mean, dude, roll down, beat their ass. That was great. Him just plopping down on, the, on, on that seat on that throne, man. Bro, cannot Someone wait. laying claim to the hut cartel. I know. that That's <laughs> going to be great, man. I, I, oh, man. Whew. I might have to change my my cell phone plan so I get like Disney Plus for free. I mean, I'm paying for it, but 
I might have to go ahead and up to like one of those like crazy unlimited plans where I get like you know they, they give you Apple Music, Disney Plus, and like yeah. eight other things for free. I might as well. The rate I'm going, but anyway, all right, man, uh, Shannon, I, I know you're fading fast. Any words of wisdom before we depart? No. <laughs> I figured not. The struggle. The stru- my bad. My bad. Calling my name, man. Yeah, it's, it's all good, man. It's all good. I'm on the struggle bus. Uh, that's well evident. <laughs> let's see. If, let's see uh, if this shows up. Hold on. Oh, the SEC. I don't know what the hell y'all Face doing. fuck the mic. Sorry. <laughs> there you go. Thank I'm, you. I'm really hammered at this point. Yeah, I know. I, I'm raining at least you're not At least at you're not call puking like Giles. <laughs> yeah, I know. But. I don't even know if you're hall puking, so but we. Because we're going to give him shit. I was sauced at this point. Oh, He's going to be so annoyed because we're going to give him shit the whole rest of this fucking podcast. <laughs> I know, and I'm going to get fucking power bombed for it the next and Mark, time he sees me. You look like you're in some deep thinker pose. <laughs> <laughs> all true. All true. Anyway, all jokes aside, look, it's great to catch up. Love this season two finale of The Mandalorian. And uh, anyway, look, man, guys, go get some rest. I'll, I'll work to flip this tomorrow. We did go longer than I anticipated, but, you know, as Shannon would say, that's what she said. And as you should always know with the sports brew, always take the over, man. This is how it goes. So anyway, go get some rest, guys. Uh, from all of us to all of you, have a great weekend. Enjoy the football. Enjoy the fun. Enjoy the family. And look, as we grind into whether it's Christmas, Hanukkah, whatever it is you celebrate, man, celebrate celebrate with some fr- some good friends and some good family. Do it responsibly, but do it, man. Uh, celebrate those connections that you have with your friends, with your brothers, with your family. Find a way to celebrate that this uh, this holiday season. So, from all of us, all of you, Merry Christmas! And uh, we're obviously going to take a break for a bit. So, Happy New Year! And uh, Lord knows we will catch you in twenty twenty one. You are damn right about that. <laughs> yes. God bless. Two thousand twenty, man. Off to the trash heap, you sorry fuck of a year. God bless. How does any year feel like a damn decade? That's freaking 2020, right? At least. Like, seriously. So, 2021. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Keywords of Sports and Brew. You can find us on uh, our home feed on Podbean, LiveSportsCaster.com, Stitcher Radio. I'm, I'm probably missing something, but you know the keywords, whether it's Google Play or some other random service that streams our junk. Thanks for listening. Thanks for putting up with our crap. Uh, I hope you enjoyed the Mandalorian as much as we did. And I love, not only did I love seeing Luke, man, I love seeing R2D2. Yep. That was yeah. absolutely fan freaking. You're a smart motherfucker, that's right. Hell yeah, man. Moff Gideon, man. I, I, great bad guy. I'm curious what they have in store for us with that dude. And with the Darksaber. Love that setup. Man, you gotta fight for it. You gotta fight for it. Oh, yep. man. Brilliant. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. So much fun. So much fun. And Todd, and yes, Whitfield didn't make it again. <laughs> 
dude, he's probably drinking bottles and lames, man. What do you want? We can't help that. But from all of us, all of you, enjoy the weekend. We'll catch you on the flip side. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. Happy holidays. Whatever, you, whatever it is you celebrate, uh, have fun. And we'll catch you on the flip side, friends. And if you need to run off and take a shit, man, Lamar Jackson's got you covered. <laughs> Shoot some brown down the tank, man. <laughs> all right. Good night, y'all. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Late. <laughs> we did a lot of time talking about Lamar Jackson taking a poop. So oh, could be worse. Think about that. Big chunk of the podcast dedicated to a dog. Big chunk of the podcast dedicated to a log. There you go. All right. On that note, good night. Yeah, later, dude. See ya. Bye. Ha, 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 ha.